The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. That video review in MLS is a bunch of BS. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, March 5th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be, news and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Of course, feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. <clears throat> Excuse me, we always do. So, take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out, check that out. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at RealJim and send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long-distance toll-free, one 888 in there. And for those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Moe's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here. Later in the program, let's see what do we got going on. We've got the bonus round of Closest to the Pin right after the news with Mo. Followed by Jack's audio file. Monday movie review today. I think Doug's coming in. I don't think uh, Michael is back with us maybe yeah. until next week. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. not sure. If he's here. He's here. Yep. Uh, regular round of closest to the pin. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law at uh, six. And then uh, some drive home music and PPT to wrap things up. Hold on for just a second. Had to clear my throat. Thank you very much. Hmm. On my list and on your list. Let me see what we got. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about, well, I put talk that on about my list the too. Academy Awards, of course. Yeah. And um, now you can make your own uh, pornographic movie without having to be filmed. What? Tell you more about what? that. Uh, You're going to make your own pornographic movie. You can be in a pornographic movie yes. without having to be naked? filmed. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You cannot be naked. You're oh, in a movie no, without you being can be oh, in a pornographic Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. You okay. can be in a pornographic movie. Okay. I can put you in a pornographic movie, but you don't have to go into a studio and be filmed. Does it work <clears throat> similar to Jib Jab? Uh, where they take they your image your and put it on another uh, body? Well, it's called, uh, as a matter of fact, we'll get into it later, unless the, maybe the news junkies talked about this. It's called Deep Fake. <laughs> and it uses artificial intelligence. And there are now systems out there that can be utilized by amateurs before it had to be. You know, multi-million dollar system set up by movie studios, but now it's relatively inexpensive. Uh-huh. And you can take, <clears throat> I could take Mo's face okay, and superimpose that on a person who's in a 
pornographic movie. And you would not be able to tell, you would not be able to say, oh, I, that's fake, that's not. Mm-mm. It's called, it's called uh, deep fake. Hello, divorce court. And it's the new, well, I mean, but consider whether it's porn, you know, porno, whether it's politics, whatever it might be, you talk about fake news. Oh, fake, yeah. Fake. And fake news used to be essentially, uh, you know, social media platforms, but now it's it will be video. So now you will be able, so some you know as well as I do, that there will be videos made of a particular candidate in a compromising position. You won't be able to tell the difference. Herein lies part of the problem. We'll get into this more later. There's a story in the New York Times about this uh, called Deep Fake Videos. All right, who got a bigger... Uh, I got some bets to pay off. Oh, you did. Oh, man. But who got a bigger obit in the New York Times? Roger Bannister or David Ogden Steers? Oh, uh, uh, Ogden Steers. I didn't even know he died. Is it Steers? Steers? I didn't even know. I was heard yeah, Steers, but I, it might yeah, be Steers. Who knows? Charles I didn't Nelson Riley. Well, no. No? Sure. David Ogden Steers or Roger Bannister? What's in David Ogden Steers, Charles Nelson Riley from MASH? Was that his full... Oh, really? No, his, the character was Winchester in MASH. David Ogden Steers was the actor who played Winchester in MASH. Winchester. Right? The surgeon who loved classical music. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, who right. Yeah. Forget? The, yeah. the snooty one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real snooty. That's yeah. right. I believe it was Winchester. Winchester. Anyway, who've got a bigger... Uh, oh, I bo- think it was the MASH guy. Roger Bannister... He was what, an old TV star from no, years gone by. No, no. Who's Roger Bannister? Then I'm confused. Roger Bannister is the first person to break the four minute oh, mile. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major Winchester. That's right, Winchester. I think that the the Mash guy certainly had more. I, I would say Mash. If I had to pick, I would say Mash guy. Oh, what do you think? How many I'd, photos? Oh, uh, at least two. Two, I wouldn't be surprised if it had three. And I would say a quarter of a page. Let me see. Here's David Ogden. Charles Emerson Winchester. Oh, there you go. Charles Nelson Riley. (laughs) Nelson Riley. He was from Hollywood Squares or something. Thank you. I'm not getting my head. I have no idea where that was going. I used to to watch that show all the time. David Ogden Steers, Major Winchester on MASH, Uh dead at the age of 75. Oh, boy. Mm. Quarter? Third, third of a page, oh, two photographs. Ah, Ooh, points. not bad. Roger Bannister. Let's see here. Roger Bannister. <laughs> story starts on the front page of the New York Times. Sports feet achieved 359.4. That would live on forever. Roger Bannister dead at the age of uh, whatever it is. What is it? And uh, I think he was 88 or something. Oh, up like there, that. yeah. He's way up there. But uh, let's see. So there's Roger Bannister. First human that we know of to break the four-minute mile. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Story one photograph on the front page of the New York Times. Oh, then it goes inside. Followed by inside with probably 80% of another page with no two way. photographs. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, this is a big deal. Wow. In the, the runner. World, in the world of sports. In the yes. Runner. Yeah. In the world of sports, yes. this is a big, big, big deal. Break the four-minute mile. Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. was in a couple of more races after that, and that said, that's it for me. Done. Because he started his medical career, and he knew he could not devote enough time to running if he was to pursue a uh, medical degree and license. Mm-hmm. He became, I think, a fairly top-level neurologist in uh, in Great Britain. So there you go. Huh, interesting. Yeah. 
Well, and when you consider as well that he broke a four-minute mile, and he broke a four-minute mile wearing track shoes, probably the spikes on his shoes yeah. weighed more than what running shoes or, or track shoes now weigh in their entirety. I think that's probably And he was right, also running on a cinder track. If it wasn't for World War II, I bet it would have been Louis Zamperini would have held mm. that record. Who was that? He was a guy featured in Unbroken. Oh, he was a track star. There were, yeah, and became the, a POW. Well, he may he may have, and he may he may have run a four one. Mm. So anyway, Roger Bannister, uh, big deal. Yeah. Roger Bannister, first athlete to break the four minute mile, dead at the age of eighty eight. Let's see oh. what else do we have going well, on today? What? Did you watch the Orlando City game? I did, and uh, my observation is, uh, I think their uh, I think their playmaking is a lot better than last season, eh. uh, and that's because they're not playing to uh, Kaká or Laren. And I think their playmaking is a lot better. Mm. Um, they look more uh, cohesive as a uh, as a soccer team. Um, there was a great goal in uh, in overtime minutes. Oh, great play, great goal, so no question about that. That's the way it's supposed to be done. That was big league. That was a big league, uh, major league yeah. uh, uh, soccer goal, no From question about that. one to the second to the goal. Yeah, that's yeah, the, way, that's really the way it's supposed to be done. I think uh, I think right. they looked, uh, I think, I think they, yeah. at least on TV, from, what, from my vantage point, they looked pretty damn good. Well, Possessed the ball a hell of a lot more than, their, uh, than D.C. United. There were a couple of times where I'm not sure that they were gelling quite, you know, because they're all brand new. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought a couple the, of times. Yeah, first half was rough. Two of their best players did not play in the game. I thought they, yeah. I thought they looked better than certainly better than last year. Well, that's true, but not. Yeah, they still were. I mean, for every cross well, in the first uh, half, it, it went to a DC United guy. It just anything they, they couldn't connect. A, anything, anything better than last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, no kidding! But second half, they being a man down. They yeah. played like they were a man up, and some of that referee stuff. The referee was terrible, Ooh, especially horrible. in the first half. That uh, red Stink card bomb. that was issued to Orlando City, that's a slap on the wrist in, in EPL or Bundesliga. I mean, that was like, come on now, please. They seriously. both jumped up to head the ball, and they bammed into each other, and I'm yeah. sorry. One, one had his elbow a little high. Yeah, he's in his arm. That that doesn't, you don't get a red card in other leagues or something, Ridiculous. something like that. I thought they looked good Yeah. overall for a first game. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought they looked pretty damn good. They're back at home this Saturday, Saturday again. Yeah, uh, Minnesota United, Adrian Heath coming into town. The game is here on Real Radio. No and- big surprises out of the Academy Awards last night. I don't think. Let's see what else. Uh, I like it. that they spread it out, like couple to three billboards, a couple to Shape of Water, a couple to this one, that one. I, I like that everybody got a little something. I, you know, it made me happy. It wasn't all swoop, you know, like a big sweep on one movie. I don't know. I like the I, movies that I uh, that uh, I saw. You did. Uh, I didn't think it was a magnificent year for mm. great movies. I thought the movies were good, but it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, geez, this this one particular, these two particular movies are so magnificent. Like you said, they're going to sweep it all. Correct. I, I thought they, I, I thought they were good, but nothing, nothing showstopper. I didn't think so. A three. But they're all good. See, yeah, I, I thought. There were, I mean, the top three movies for me. I thought it was The Post, but uh, what I liked better than that was Three Billboards, and better than that was Shape of Water. Oh, some, you saw some solid fare. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, de- yeah. I'm not denying. Why'd you hate them? God. I didn't hate them at all. <laughs> I think th- I think they're good movies. I don't think they were magnificent movies. I think over the test of time, you'll be hard pressed to even consider. Oh yeah, what was that? Oh, well, yeah. Oh yeah, I like that movie, but 
Yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think any of them will go down as uh, classic uh, motion pictures that will certainly test uh, stand the test of time and uh, find themselves in the top twenty-five. Anyway, what else do we have? We'll figure out your list as well, what mm. you guys were up to over the weekend besides uh, going to the soccer game or the Okeechobee yeah. Music Festival. Let's see what else do we have here and here and here and here. And here and here and here. Bam, 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 bam. I'll take a little break. Mo's got the news next on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news. We've got here is failure to communicate. Won't you make it clear, Foggy? <laughs> Time for the news. Here's Mo. Oh, Tim. The Noor Salman trial. Who's Noor Salman, you ask? Noor Salman is the widow of the guy who shot up the Pulse nightclub. Yep. Coming up on two years, you know, ago in June. It'll be two years already. Time flies. Believe it or not, a year and three quarters. Uh, but she is now being tried. They're picking a jury. Boy, are they having a struggle. They ask eight people questions. They may get one who goes into the pool. But even then, it's a stretch. They, they're they asking them about their feelings about gay people, about their feelings about Muslim people, and the, that right. their religion of Islam. Mm-hmm. People are, I mean, you won't believe the things people are saying. Uh, but Ms. Salman is charged with aiding and abetting her husband who shot up Pulse. Now, they're going to ask a total of 18 people today. If they get one, maybe two people, it'll be a miracle. Some women, I mean, some jurors, they don't say men or women, but they they were asked, will your opinion, your views about Islam, allow you to uh, judge her fairly? And they're like, nope. To be fair, <laughs> they could be saying it just to get out of jury duty. Well, well, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, that's probably an automatic kick out, right? I mean, if you say, no, I don't like Muslims. Or no, I never had a good feeling about them. They ought to go back to wherever. No, if you start talking like racist views from the jury box, they are going to throw you out. So maybe they thought about it ahead of time and figured, I don't want to sit on this jury, maybe. so I'm going to say something nasty about Muslims. It's maybe. ridiculous. Well, people have been using that technique forever. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to be proffered or offered mm-hmm. the, the the right question. You just can't. Right. Hey, what do you, why it. do you think you shouldn't serve on the jury? It doesn't like work that it. way. No. Right. Um, well, let me begin. <laughs> right, served two do you know two tours of duty over there in uh, in uh, Iraq. Mm-hmm. I know him on a different trial when I was being questioned. I was trying everything I could to get on the jury, and the more I talked, the more I eliminated myself. What? <laughs> it was they were seating the grand jury. It's about and, time I get called again. And there like, was a woman. Oh, go ahead. And I really wanted to do it, but they, they're like, well. You know, do you know this person? Yep. Uh, uh, or do you know the sheriff? And it's yep. how Sheriff Esslinger. I'm like, I do. And so everything I said, I could just see like little check, check. marks going against No, they're me. scratching you out with we, a black yeah, mark. I think that, you know, yeah. the company might have a problem with that. The woman. you serving on a grand jury because you're somehow related to news. Yeah, and, I think that was the other issue, my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. No, you wouldn't be picked. There was one lady who almost got thrown out because she donated blood after the pulse shooting. 
How dare she? Um, tell well, me. she donate some blood to some Muslim? No. <laughs> no. Anyway, so this mm-hmm. is going to be a long mm-hmm. road. I cannot imagine in Orlando. Well, they where... have to face Mecca when they give blood. What no. the hell? Oh, for Pete's sake. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't yeah. know what you're saying. Uh-huh. Pray for five hours, then you can give blood. Oh, boy. I'll let you know if they ever get any jury seated on this one. God bless America. Well, and God Amen. bless I'm the confused United to who's States. on what side here. All right, I don't know. Hard Rock <laughs> International is moving its corporate headquarters out of Orlando to South Florida by the end of April. Boo. In a couple of weeks, they are moving the headquarters down to South Florida where they have that casino. That's where the action is. In Hollywood. Yeah. You know, That's Hard Rock one. has casinos and hotels and cafes in more than 70 countries. And we in Orlando were the hub now for the last umpteen years. Mm-hmm. But since the Seminole Tribe bought this thing down in 07, that has become... It's absolutely exploded with popularity, and now it's based basically in in Hollywood or just a little bit north of Miami. Did I hear it on this program or somewhere else that the casino over near Tampa is the second largest casino in the world? Oh, really? Yeah, I hadn't heard but, that. Well, if it makes news in a couple of weeks, then you heard it on the news. Then junkie. you heard it on my. Oh, what? <laughs> I thought. Where did I? <laughs> Maybe it was a dream. I don't know. That might have been. <laughs> Uh, it, they no, are, I think, I think in size, the end. casino itself is second largest. Mm. Not the resort or whatever you no, want to no, call no. it. No, 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 right, I know. What year did the first Hard Rock Cafe open in London, closest to the pen? Jack, 1972. 1977. 1975. Jack, 71. I'll Damn take it, it Oh, very nice. Pay up. And it was because two Americans <laughs> over in jolly old England wanted a traditional burger joint over there. So they opened up the first Hard Rock Cafe, you know, with all of the memorabilia of uh, rock and roll. A Florida middle school teacher has been removed from her classroom over in Crystal River because in her off hour, she hosts a white supremacist podcast. This 25-year-old lady (laughs) teaches social studies over there, and it's called Unapologetic Podcast. And uh, it includes all of these things she talks about. Anybody who's a white nationalist or a racist or a skinhead or any of these groups, she thinks that they ought to infiltrate schools and become teachers so they can indoctrinate the kids in their racist ways. She said, we have to take those institutions back. And she thought she was going to keep a job in Florida public schools. Okay. Yeah. So once it's interesting. She kind said, of the dumbass award of the day goes to. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, she has... Um, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks these bigots, uh, says that she has is you know on their radar screen. She mocks the ideas that kids in her class who are brown skinned are just not as smart as white kids, and so she's you know she's not giving them the attention or the teaching that they deserve in a classroom. Anyway, the, at first the principal sort of overlooked it. Whoops. And then guess what? They matched up her school ID with this picture on the website, and on Friday they were made aware of this thing. By- What's her name? Mm, let's see. Diana, Diana Voltich. Oh, I bet that you think that's her real name. Well, no. Voltich. V O L T I C H. But she, she rearranged the letters, I think, to yeah. Tiana Dalachov, which I, I think is just sort of a an yeah. anagram of her oh, real name God. or what have you. Because I tried to, I think I, I did a little bit of uh, sleuthing on this, and I think it's a reorganization of her letters there. Uh, it turns out that uh, she has since been. She first deleted her Twitter account and said, oh, no, not me. And then they finally said, you know what, honey, you're out. Uh, the school safety package. Yeah, voltage. Yeah, voltage. Mm-hmm. Do they say pronounce it voltage? What? Uh, do they say who discovered this? Uh, Huff Post, maybe? Huffington Post. Yeah. Huff. 
So they found it and then called this school and said, yes. hey, you have a white supremacist. Yeah, that's right. Well, we've been looking into that. No, they said, no, it's not her. Well, they kind of like her. It looks like they her. They said kind of is. Yeah, no, it's kind of Give us a little her. time to check on this. No. The standardized testing scores are so good coming out of I'm her sorry. Class. We can't talk to her right now. She's uh, instructing the class on the Third Reich. Right. How to make a swastika for a project mm-hmm. at home. Here's a scary text. Isn't that the way the left did it years ago? Yeah, exactly. That's what what the left did, of course. Oh, sure. (laughs) Let's (laughs) infiltrate everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, there are dumbasses everywhere, Jack. The school safety package. No, no, no Jobsky. Nope. Chomsky. No, Chomsky. No No Jobsky for Chomsky. Chomsky. No Jobsky, Chomsky. (laughs) The school safety package drafted by Republican leaders in Tallahassee after the massacre at Stoneman Douglas is up for a final vote today in the Florida Senate. Lawmakers actually went to work on a Saturday, Jim. They debated all day on Saturday. Mm. They defeated amendments offered by Democrats, surprise, surprise, who wanted to remove the school marshal program. They actually that, passed an assault weapons uh, bill. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, mm. 15 minutes later, they, they changed it all up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That happened over the weekend. They passed it and then said, uh oh. You know, whoop, whoop. the Florida Senate, they passed on. Hey, what would do? Uh, we don't know what just happened here. <laughs> oh, damn, man. I just, uh, you know. I'd... Hello. How'd this happen? What did I approve? Uh-oh. Senator Borgod, what'd we just do? <laughs> All right, let me take a little break. Yeah. More news with Mo. Probably a lot more news coming out of the state legislature. Oh, yes. They're not through with their shenanigans. It's oh. the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Stews, the food, the birthdays. Here's Mo. Yeah, I got all of the above, Jim. Today's March 5th in 2018, of course. Yeah. And today is it should be one of your favorite days. What is it? It's Cheese Doodle Day. You know, cheese doodle, cheese doodles, cheese puffs. Cheese, uh, what is that other one? Cheese it? No, cheese. I like cheese. No, cheat. Well, it's not cheese. It's what Cheetos. It? Cheetos. Yeah, that's like it. Cheetos yeah. are good. It's not Cheeto Day. It's Cheese Doodle Day. But still, like I mean, cheese. it's the same thing. Cheese. Yeah, just just any cheese. Yeah. No, wait, well, pretty wait. much. So a cheese doodle is not a brand name. It might be. Or is it any of the puffs? Any of those puffs? Like you got che- cheese puff, but then you got Cheetos, which is more of the crunchy one. The Jim that he favorites. Like yeah. Those, yeah, I think uh-huh. Doodle was a brand name. Oh, Cheese Doodle may be a brand name. Which is the one with the tiger on it? That's Chester Cheetah. Cheeto. And that is oh, Cheetos. Cheeto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you don't like Cheetos or Cheese Doodles, mm. it is Cheese Doodle Day. Mm. Uh, you could try a little bit of absinthe. It's also Ooh. National Absinthe Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's ersatz. Party that, Right. It's not real poison, you know, or well, whatever. It's not made out of wormwood like right, it right, used right, to be right, made right. of. Good old days. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had Mm -hmm. several rallies for gun control in Tallahassee. The gun rights activists have had their say. Hundreds of people were gathering at the old Capitol building over the weekend for a a rally in support of the Second Amendment. You know, they had the anti-gun people. These were the pro-gun people uh, who opposed uh, some of the provisions of this school safety plan that's up for a vote today in Tallahassee. Uh, you know, this is the final week of the session, so if they don't vote this week, it's like, mm, tough luck. Do you think they'll come away with anything? Nope. <laughs> Raise the age limit? Bump mm, stops? I don't know. They might. I think it depends on Marion Hammer. By the mm. way, there's a great article in the latest edition of The New Yorker. You said, yeah. On uh, Marion Hammer, who is the lobbyist for the NRA in Florida. Right. Been here forever, yep. and uh, she essentially tells Florida lawmakers to jump, and they essentially how say high, how right? high, yes, and it's got play come. Out of Seminole County, who is probably the biggest bootlick lick spittle that the NRA has in the state legislature. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's my guy. Yeah, right? remember his name because mm. he's running for something else. Scott Playcon. Get rid of him if he's on your ballot. Vote for the other person. He's Sat- a piece of work. Saturday Night Live actually talked about gun control after President Trump's comments 
uh, Alec Baldwin, of course, who was Trump, uh, you know, and is uh, does a great imitation. Anyway, he said Alec Baldwin as Trump yeah. said there's a need to make schools safer because he can only run into so many schools. Remember how last week the president said, I'm going to run in there without a weapon and I'm going to take care of things. He said, I think I really yeah. believe that uh, if, it were, if it were me, I would have run in there. If I was there, I would have run in without sure. an arms okay. or anything. Draft Nothing. dodger. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Gotcha. Uh, Alec Baldwin then um, also went on to parody the president for tweeting that he had a great meeting with the NRA just one day after expressing support for gun control. So it was like all the way around. Uh, so he uh, concluded his remarks about gun control with Baldwin as Trump, saying the NRA gave him 30 million good reasons not to change a thing. They are thousands of miles apart, but Parkland, Florida, isn't far from the minds of Hollywood stars. Last night, they had several references to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School at last night's Oscar ceremony, with host Jimmy Kimmel calling students brave and outspoken and uh, just lauding them and saying how strong they were. Uh, some of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas kids were watching at home. They noticed... And some were tweeting, you know, thanks for the support, this kind of thing. And wow, they were so impressed that this has become, and they have become, a national conversation. Question. Mm. I have only heard comments about President Trump meeting with the NRA. And you just mentioned, was that your line or his line that they gave me 30 million reasons not to change a thing? No, that was some pundit's reason. And, and it was Alec Baldwin's reason. That's what he said. Okay, yeah. that. All right. Yes. Uh-huh. Someone's... The- left point of view criticizing it that's alec baldwin as trump said that on saturday night live the weather forecast is 90 percent favorable for an overnight launch from cape canaveral it'll be about 12 30 you know right after midnight tonight really tomorrow morning oh cool night launch spacex falcon 9 rocket scheduled for 12 33 a.m tomorrow morning so just after midnight on board the rocket is a some kind of spanish commercial communications satellite c Oh, again. No, it's called the Hispasat 30W-6. Mexico. No, it's not Mexico anything. (laughs) The launch was scheduled for last week, but SpaceX needed to do some tweaking. Uh, Talk about tweaking. Downtown Orlando's I-4 Ultimate Project is doing a lot of tweaking, and you will have several changes to be aware of this week if you are an I-4 hostage. Uh, For example, some of these entrance and exit ramps at, at the 408, you know, the East-West Expressway, they are closing them overnight. Uh, oh, and it's, my God. Oh, it's a cluster. The westbound 408 on-ramp from Division is closed. It, it's going to be, look out. Every time you get on there, it's going to be something different. But they got those zigzaggy kind of lines on these. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Stay oh. in your lane. <laughs> I'm sure they're, your lane. they're waving over into yeah. you. They're like, coming over. Yeah. Get off the phone. Stay in your lane. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The price of gasoline in Florida is all over the map as well. They're calling it volatile. Volatile. Triple uh, A says it's normal for this time of year, but the the averages are all over the place. Two dollars fifty four cents. That's up four cents, but it dropped and then it's up and down. Still the most expensive gas, Boca Raton two sixty seven, but it's cheaper than that in Jacksonville two forty seven. So it's literally all over. Just drive a little, you'll find a different deal. Uh, this is actually National Consumer Protection Week, and Attorney General in Florida Pam Bondi is warning Floridians to beware of scams. Oh, Jesus. I know. She has to get in on all of this. She's just the the worst. She says Florida's a favorite target for scammers, Jim, because of its large senior population. Yeah, we really did something about that Trump University scam of people in the Sunshine State, didn't we? Thank you, Pam. Oh, that's right. She got a campaign contribution and dropped the investigation. That's what it is. Thank you, Pam. She says because of the seniors, the military, and millions of tourists, we in Florida are a target for scammers. 
Scams involving the IRS. That's a good one. I get that call at least once a week. What's she going to do? Waiting for Jeff Sessions to resign? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about know. that the other day because she was in, a meeting, in the meeting. I she said right to the left of uh, President Trump, and there's sessions on her left. And I go, what's Why do going you get to go on closer? here? Yeah, I know it. I thought the same thing. Uh, she, I think she thinks she's in line. She's in, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was sitting at the right hand of God. I mean, wasn't she? Or the left hand, I guess. She was sitting right next to him. Instead of the attorney general sitting right there, mm-hmm. Pam was in the middle then. Uh, maybe it was just, Sessions' idea. Uh, don't get me near him. <laughs> Uh, boxes ears. Oh boy, he's got ears, all right. Oh wait, what? Sessions. So oh, yeah, yeah. Trump. Oh, he'll box his ears. President Trump could make a trip to Jerusalem in mid-May to visit the new U.S. embassy. Wasn't in- he just there? I don't think so. He was he at the Wailing it. Wall. He oh, likes it there. He does. BB likes him. He does. BB's he likes- got enough problems. He's going to go to prison. Yeah. He may go to prison. He he's, under, he's got three separate investigations yep. of Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. That's why Trump likes them. They said of some in common. You know, they're being investigated by their people. They'd be pen pals in prison. Trump praised his decision to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and declare it the capital of Israel. Yeah. He says everybody likes it, except, of course, the Arab countries and the Palestinians. They don't like it. But he discounts yeah, and the majority of the rest of the and the world. world. Uh, no, they thumbs down. They Meanwhile, uh, Netanyahu said their biggest problem is not the the embassy; it's uh, Iran, and because of their uh, nuclear capabilities. Uh, there is still no deal on the Dreamers, Jim, and the deadline is today. Oh yeah. Trump announced last September he would quote end the program, the DACA program, March. Fifth, that's today, if Congress didn't find a replacement for it, but court orders have forced the Trump administration to keep issuing renewals, extend, 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 week here, week there. Immigration advocates and dreamers are still very nervous and demanding some kind of firm action. Yeah, he's going to place a tariff on them. <laughs> oh, God. There goes the market. All that work. If you're a dreamer, you yeah. want to stay, you got to pay. Oh, my. Uh, more than 60,000 people have already signed an online petition to name another <laughs> national holiday. This one after the Reverend Billy Graham. Get out of here. Late, yes, in honor Come of the on. late Reverend Billy Graham. The online petition is addressed to the president, and it started circulating a week ago. Already has 60,000 uh, signatures on it. They said he deserves a day because he preached the gospel to more live audiences than anyone else in history. I got it. Yeah, And let's do it the first Monday in February. What? What? Why not? Why? Because it's the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, I see. seriously. Mm-hmm. Whose no, idea seriously. is this? It's a group. What they, group? I don't know. Uh, it's an online petition. I mean, whoever starts these things, they just start so circling. Equating what Billy Graham with Martin Luther King Jr. Please. Hey, one's a reverend. One's a reverend. There, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. One wanted Nixon to do something about the other, uh, the Jews. The other one was Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, boy. Early ratings, Jim, are in from last night's 90th annual Academy Awards telecast. It is again proving it's dropping like a rock, declining viewership. That's yeah, the- because they kept Dorothy Malone out of the uh, memoriam segment. Oh, not so Dorothy Malone. Oh. Glenn Campbell, Oscar-nominated Glenn uh, Campbell. Adam West. No. Della Reese. Yeah. Stop it. All those people were missing? Yeah, yes. we're not joking you. Dorothy Malone was an Oscar winner. What? And they kept her out. There Adam were... West was Batman. Thank I know you. who he Tim was. Yeah, Glenn yeah. Campbell. 
nominated for a song in the movie uh, Rhinestone Cow- Grit. Oh, whatever. No, it wasn't Rhinestone Well, it should have been. Tremendous uh, talent. The Los Angeles Times is reporting, Jim, that the number is down of, of ratings. It's down 16% from last year. And this year could be an all-time low when it's all said and done. Uh, However. I think there wasn't a lot of a, you know, like, geez, what a I race. I have to see that. Yeah. I, I thought it was uh, clever that they trotted out Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Yes. To do, you know, to not repeat that. I like that. Kimmel. I think Kimmel does a great job. I, yeah, he's good. He Just was funny. Back, and know. it wasn't overly political it, to the sense what? of Donald Trump. He made like mm. one yeah. Trump joke. I enjoyed it. That was it. Talking about hope. You know, he made a quick zinger on that. But otherwise, he made a wine scene comment. And then everything else was about either the Women? Me Too movement, right. Time's Up movement, mm. you know, and, and nothing specifically about the president, which I thought was... Actually refreshing. I don't know why Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> couldn't go over to the movie theater next door and hand out some... He didn't want any part of no, that. No, oh, come when, on. When they showed him for his nomination... The hot dog cannon. Yeah, he had to have the look like, this is the here. last place I want to be. I yeah. don't think he likes stuff like this yeah. at all. Yeah, he had to make a, a stink. He had a sour face. You know... I think he's shy. For one of the greatest actors of our time, he needs to act like he's having a good time. Yeah, maybe he could at least look like he's hey, enjoying it. Hey, go over there with a hot dog cannon. Come on. That was dope. I, I never... I love what? that. Did you? you didn't like that yeah. bit? I like that yeah. bit a lot. That's one of my favorite things. And last year, last year they brought the tour company yeah. through, and this year they did that. It's exciting. People are excited. They're out mm-hmm. of their minds here. Movie stars and handing out boxes of milk duds. Right. Come yeah. on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Early ratings. Now, here's What's the matter. E, why, do you, why, do you, why don't I you was, like it? I wasn't like it. there. E, okay. e. Didn't like it. I thought it was, you know, it's great for the people that were in there. It's almost like when people do astrology. Every, people who care are the people who are a Pisces, but everybody else no, is like, oh, it, oh I you like can, to see people excited. Yeah, I appreciate almost 300 people suddenly being blown away by some A-list celebrities just yeah, and putting them on the Oscars. Yeah. I think the people but who... But the 300 million people who are watching, well, there weren't that many, but 30 million no. people watch it, well, there weren't that many. But the 3 million people watching were like, okay, how much it was longer? It was 31 oh, million I think people, so. I think I like people are excited for people being excited. You see the yeah. video of, uh, of uh, Nicole Kidman in the limousine lowering the window and uh, and saying hello to the people in the, in the tour bus. Mm-hmm out there somewhere yeah. she's going to the oscar she lowers the window there's a tour bus and she you know starts waving on they go they go it's mm. nicole you know who what would? of course very mm. cool mm. i like, thought so like the time i was hanging out with willem defoe you weren't hanging out with anyone she oh. lowered the window said i'm better than you are i'm richer than you are her and dress I'm going was, to the oscars oh, to she's die be- for yeah, beauty yep hey get it nicole i liked Kidman her dress <laughs> yeah, it looked great yep sorry whoopee uh, not you the um the L.A. Times says overwhelming. There are just too many options. And the prevalence of yeah. streaming is one of the reasons, anyway, for the low ratings. Uh, viewers have also shied away from this year's broadcast due to the rising conversations of sexual harassment, uh, thanks to the Me Too or Time's Up movement. Uh, Frances McDormand, her Oscar has, oh, you'll be relieved to know, it's been recovered. Thank God. TMZ is reporting last night a man took her Oscar off the, her table during the governor's ball after party at Wolfgang Puck's. The photographer saw the guy running out with it, grabbed the Oscar from this ne'er-do-well, and then the thief ran back inside the party. Security spotted him again. He was arrested and booked on felony grand theft charges. McDormand's rep tweeted later on saying that Fran and Oscar have been reunited. I guess Fran for Francis McDormand. They call her Fran. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Fran. She's a bit eccentric. She's an odd one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's her second Oscar win, as you know. She took home the Oscar for Best Actress for her role in Three Billboards. Uh, but oh, yeah, the, you got that other one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh the yeah. Fargo, oh, she, that boy, was it, she yeah. hit that one right out of the park. Oh, I tell you, she really nailed Minnesota life. Oh, yeah, that was the way. Oh, cold. You talk about cold. Mm, mm. You won't even know cold till you've been there, I I can't reckon. even look at a wood chipper the same way. Oh, oh don't even get me started. Almost lost my kipper this morning. Uh, the Me Too movement and Time's Up movement are both under attack today after two men <laughs> accused of domestic violence took home some of the night's biggest <laughs> Oscar awards. First... <laughs> It was Kobe oh, Bryant. He won the award for Best Animated Short for Deer Basketball. Bryant was arrested for sexual assault in 2003 after a hotel employee in Colorado accused him of rape. The case was dropped after his accuser would not testify, and Kobe eventually settled with her, uh, you know, a, an amount, a Didn't civil he have some spouse abuse problems, too? That's right. Later, Gary Oldman won Best Actor, and he was accused of assault. He was, assault. he was accused of assault as well by his what? then wife. Oh, who no. Claimed Gary Oldman beat her in front of the children. So now, two, you know, while they really focused on Me Too and Time's Up, two of the bigger awards were given to people who have, you know, like their sketchy things swirling yeah. around them. Both men received uh, their winning votes from the Hollywood establishment. Both re- received thunderous applause, leaving many to take to Twitter and question why they were spared any scrutiny from advocates of. Oh, I don't know. He was terrific in that movie. He was? Oh, yeah. Right. Darkest Hour? That one I didn't see, no. Uh huh. Uh, speaking of abuse, I don't was, think there was any uh, question about anybody him defeating him. Do you? Mm. No. Was Winston Churchill's eyes blue? I don't oh, know. What? Pinkman? E- Research. No. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It's the one thing when I see him as Winston Churchill, and it's the eyes, which you know, that's you, other than contacts is the only way to change. I want to see that movie Mudbound. Yeah, that's I believe available on Netflix. Oh, is it? I, I, either was Netflix that, or Amazon. Was it that a general Netflix. release movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, was it a, a movie theater movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember being in the it theater. Made, I don't think it had any marketing. I think there's a production error in it. I'm going to have to check oh, it out. Oh, here we go. <sighs> and finally, speaking of... <laughs> these things bother me. These we, things bother we me. We know. Uh-huh. doesn't we, have to do with the person. It has to do with a piece of farm machinery. Oh, but Mary J. Blige in that song. Oh, that uh, was awesome. She's awesome. She is. Nicely. Uh, the last story we have is also about an abuser. I mean, we were talking about, you know, whether it was Kobe or Gary Oldman, you know, have some swirling controversy a bit. But Bill Cosby does as well. He's back in a Pennsylvania courtroom this afternoon. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Uh, yeah, another one, right? Yeah. A pre-trial no, here. Why don't you fork over some of that $40 million. Yeah, bro. We're paying you. Oh, boy. Spread it around a little bit. They're still employing him here, right? I don't know what they're doing around he, here. He still works for I don't know if anybody sure. around here knows what they're doing. Oh, well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. I, don't oh, well. to, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. No, 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 no. A pre-trial here. Lose one employee. Hey, we're out of debt. Oh, it's all, yeah. It's all good, bro. I wish it could be that simple. Don't you worry about a thing. We've got a handle on this. We're putting it all together. Restructuring. <laughs> Moving some papers around. Just, don't worry yeah. about anything. Here, put it in that bucket. Mm-hmm. No, put it over there in that bucket. We're just okay. trying to secure our golden parachute, and then uh, everything will be settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jim, as far as Cosby, want, what time did you want to talk to me? Can she, sorry, Linda Bird at seven. Okay. Thank they're you. trying to decide what <laughs> evidence can be shown to the jury today in Pennsylvania. The judge will also have to decide if any more of Cosby's alleged victims can testify against him. Uh, Bill will be retried on sexual assault charges after the first trial ended in a hung jury last June. Mm. His defense is looking to have the second case thrown out before heading. The trial is supposed to restart in April. Jury selection will begin at All the right. end of March. Do some birthdays. Happy, happy birthday today to uh, Joel Osteen, the preacher. 
Yeah, I know who he is. Uh, I know you do. Uh, How old is Joel Osteen? on the church. He is now 46. Oh, please. I don't know. Uh, 50. Nope. Oh, man, really? That old? I have no right. idea. All right, 48. Uh, Pinkman, 55. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, uh-huh. It's it's good. Uses, he uses his wife's skincare products. It looks yeah, good, right? He, he yeah. kind of glows. Uh-huh. Pen- like winter for park his eyes. Like I, Winter Park people. I think they inject Botox right into his pupils. Oh, oh my. How he about doesn't blink. Penn Gillette. Pinkman. <laughs> A pen and teller. He pen is, is, is now sixty-eight. I think they go into the white part. No, that's you, good. Oof. that's pretty damn good. And Gillette. How old? He said sixty-eight. Jim? Sixty-six. Sixty-seven. Jim, sixty-three. I'll take uh, it. I need a half a point. And finally, a beauty, Eva Mendez. She was in Training Day and Hitch with Will Smith, and she had two kids with Ryan Gosling. You'd know who she is if you saw her. Well, Eva, Men- Eva Mendez. I have just those two. Oh, uh, she's forty-eight. Oh, uh, she was no in idea. Ghost Rider, starring Nicolas Cage. Points, uh, forty-six, forty-seven. Pinkman, forty-four. Oh, and that's the Lottie Dodd. Just call me Moira. All right, we're going to open up the lines. Mister Pinkman will choose one of you at random, and you will play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You're vying for that you matter business card. If you win it, good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for twenty-four hours. Upcoming next on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Spring forward this weekend, or in case you've never heard that phrase before. No, wait, stop. We're- Stop. What's the problem? Liner police. That was an improper setup. Was it that bad? Nobody has not heard that phrase before. So what now? Tell people to fix their clocks and shut up. Okay. Hack. Turn your clocks ahead one hour. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Paul's on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Paul is vying for that You Matter business card. If he defeats Pinkman, he'll get that card. That guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Paul also knows he's he's walking a thin uh, wire here that uh, if he loses, it's bad luck for 24 hours. So, Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. Mm-hmm. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the afternoon. Hey, Paul, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Very well, I should say. That's better English. Better grammar, but I have 10 questions for you. Uh, They're interconnected in some form or fashion. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go, Paul. A countdown for Paul and keep score. In three, two, one, begin. Paul, Gary Oldman won an Oscar last night, but how old is champion golfer Gary Player? Uh, 87. What's the population of Gary, Indiana? 120,000. The movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was released in what year? 1989. James Fenimore Cooper wrote the novel Last of the Mohicans that was first published in what year? 1962. Hawkeye is the main character in that novel, but Alan Alda played a character called Hawkeye on the TV show MASH. How old is Alan Alda? 82. Alda was in a movie called California Suite that was released in what year? 1978. Leonard Skinner's song Sweet Home Alabama was released in what year? 
1968. Ronnie Van Zant was the lead singer for Leonard Skinner. He died in a plane crash in what year? 76. How old is American film director Ron or Ronnie Howard? 69. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Ron Howard was a crow in Duncan, Oklahoma, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa? 150. Time. All Got right. it. I remember seeing that movie in the movie theater, California yeah, Suite. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think it was a Neil Simon. It is, I yeah. believe. I believe you're absolutely correct. I'll give you points for that, too. Yeah! <laughs> Mr. Pingman, uh, we need you to roll the dice. Of course, we set your handicap at 15, but we allow you to roll the dice. Whatever that number is, we'll take off 15. That will be your handicap oh, for no, this no, afternoon. No. no, no. The, uh, 20. Yeah, we're right. That's right. Excuse me. Oh, Correct, Jack. It's now 20. Yeah. Whatever you roll, we'll take off 20. Come on. Off the number 20. Yeah. Dang it. Five. Oh, you have a 15-second handicap. Way. And he'll still win. <laughs> Ten questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Gary Oldman won an Oscar last night, but how old is champion golfer Gary Player? 71. What's the population of Gary, Indiana? Uh, 30,000. The movie Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was released in what year? That would be 1987. James Fenimore Cooper wrote the novel Last of the Mohicans that was first published in what year? Uh, 1931. Hawkeye is the main character in the novel, but Alan Alda played a character called Hawkeye on the TV show MASH. How old is Alan Alda? 81. Alda was in a movie called California Sweet that was released in what year? 1960. Leonard Skinner's song Sweet Home Alabama was released in what year? 1971. Ronnie Van Zant was the lead singer for Leonard Skinner. He died in a plane crash in what year? 1984. Four. How old is American film director Ron or Ronnie Howard? Uh, 71. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Ron Howard was a crow in Duncan, Oklahoma, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa? Uh, that would be 236. Time! Mm. Man, we just had a thing about how old Ron Howard was yeah, last week. Yeah, we did. Week. His birthday was last I don't remember. Um, did you have <gasps> within 20 or 25? 25. 25. Okay. All right, let's score the game. Uh, how old is champion golfer Gary Player? Paul said. 87. And Pinkman. 71. 82. Damn. Uh, that's What's the population of Gary, Indiana? Paul said. 120,000. Pinkman. 30,000. 77,000. That's... I'm close. Yeah, Pinkman. Pinkman. Yep, tied all up. The movie yep. Indiana Jones of the Last Crusade released in what year? Paul said. 89. Pinkman. 87. Right on the money. 1989. Oh, boy. Oh. James Fenimore Cooper wrote the novel Last of the Mohicans that was first published in what year? Paul said. 62. 19 or 18? 19. And Pinkman. 31. Yeah, it was 1826. Pinkman. <laughs> Hawkeye, the main character in the novel, of course, but Alan Alda played a character called Hawkeye on the TV show MASH. How old is Alan Alda? Paul said. 82. Pinkman. He won under them. 81. Right on the money. 82. Damn oh, it, Alan Alda. Mm. Alda was in a movie called California Sweet, released in what year? Paul said. 78. Pinkman. 60. Right on the money. 1978. Mm. Leonard Skinner's song Sweet Home Alabama, released in what year? Paul said. 68. Pinkman. 71. 74. There you go. Pinky. Pinky. Ronnie Van Zandt, lead singer Leonard Skinner, died in a plane crash. What year? Paul said. 76. Pinkman. 84. Off by one. 1977. 
How old is American film director Ron or Ronnie Howard? Paul said. 69. Pinkman. 71. 64. Okay. Stupid Ron Howard. You're getting, three, four, five, it's six, nine seven, to three? Eight, nine, you get your ass kicked. Yeah. Nine to three, Jim. Yeah, but this it comes is down only, to this. You, you might be able to save yourself. Let's hope not. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Ron Howard was at Crow in Duncan, Oklahoma's birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa? Paul said. 150 miles. Pinkman said. 236. In fact, Ron Howard would have to fly 186 miles. Paul. Uh, yeah, uh, Paul gets it, but not. it's not within but the 20. Paul gets it. doesn't matter. It. It's Paul 10 wins. to 3. Correct. Yeah. He yep. wins. Paul wins. Pinkman goes down in flames. Oh. Paul picks up a Umatic business up. card. Paul has good fortune for the rest of his life. Thank you for playing a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Nailed it. That last of the Mohicans gets everybody. It sure does. Mm -hmm. Who could forget? What do you mean gets everybody? They usually either get it in the late 1800s or sometime in the 1900s. Oh, Every time we have that question in We trivia. have it over and over? Oh, yeah, We've had repeatedly. it several times, oh. as a matter of fact. We have. Because it's one of your favorites. We have. You love that Daniel Day-Lewis, I know. Well, oh, who does? That? Oh, boy. Yeah, who does? Oh, your heart goes pitter-patter at the beginning of that movie, running through the forest after that elk or deer, whatever he's going after. What? Yeah. Those buckskin breeches and nothing else except that rifle. Oh, my goodness. So handsome. I'm telling you. We didn't love that movie. Mm-hmm. And some men. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with and there's that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Thank you, Mugwa. I the would... actor who played Mugwa's was on uh, the Oscars last night, as a matter of fact, on stage. Yes. What? The one with the uh, bow tie. Yeah, he did the uh, tribute to veterans That's in, correct. in film. So where do I know him from? Where do I know him from? Aha! He's also in Dances with Wolves. Yes. Oh, Kevin Costner. Now that was a good one. He's yep. a badass in Last of the Mohicans. Anyway, so there we go. That's what I was going to say. I would like to be the bigger man here. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul was also closer on the Geary, Indiana question. Mm. I did the math. Oh, really? So it's 11 to 2. Maybe anyway. you should go home. Yeah. Can I have the rest of the day off? <laughs> you know, I started watching over the weekend. Was that Grace and Frankie on Amazon? Any good? With Jane Fonda. I like it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of cute. Mm. Got some, yeah, you get some laughs out of it. How do they? Well, I know she and Lily some Tomlin tears, have some laughs. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. She looks terrific. Last night she did. Yeah. I thought just I stunning. Did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. I only watched six episodes. <laughs> How many are there? <laughs> that's a lot. Seven. Uh -oh. No, I watched four. I watched four since Friday. That was pretty good. I, you know, did you go to the real movies, like the movie? No, movies? I did not. I had oh. some other things I had to do, so I couldn't go to the real movies. I wanted to see uh, Black Panther. You saw Black Panther, didn't you? I did. I liked it. You a liked lot. it a lot, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Yes. Alec Baldwin mentioned that the the little town they're from, or the 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 land they're from, Wahumpka, or no, it's not that, but it's whatever it is. He mentioned it in his. Donald Trump monologue or, you know, whatever, when he did the skit. Mm -hmm. And I, I forget the name. It's not Wahumka, but it's something, whatever, whatever it is. And and we looked at each other and said, what is that? Like, are we? And we had to go finally look it up to find out it was a Black Panther reference that we didn't know. Is that, do you remember the name of the town? Yeah, it's Wakanda. Wakanda, there it is. Yeah. 
So I, I guess everybody's talking about it. Look, I am so, I am so out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I admit this. I don't make any excuses for it. It's just the way it is. It's generational. But I'm watching the Olympics, right? And they got this commercial, this guy, you know, he's got a bald head, black guy. He's up there, you know, kind of spoken word, doing his his thing, Uh uh right? Uh And I'm seeing this commercial, seeing this commercial, seeing this commercial, and, you know, I wasn't particularly fond of the commercial Mm -hmm. itself. And then uh, last night on the the Academy Award, (laughs) yeah. And I turned to Kathy and said, oh, so that's common. <laughs> oh, oh mm, Okay. All right. I, okay. Time to go to bed, old he's, man. He's now, because of his performance <laughs> last night, yeah, he, he, he got he's in a Twitter war with the NRA now. Is he really? Because he had the comment. Oh, whatever. Uh, it, you know, calling out the NRA and, they, you know, <laughs> how they claim, you know, uh, God. And then they say, this is who we represent. And, you know, he, they're trying to attach themselves yeah, right. to the military. He sent back a laughing emoji. And good. then the NRA is trying to say common laughs at the military. Yeah, okay, good well, enough. That wasn't- if you haven't seen John Oliver from last night, he's got see- a major uh, riff. His second half of his show's on the NRA. Oop. Really goes after him. And uh, if you get a chance, I mean, based on what he said, take a look at NRA TV. Holy mackerel. They'll scare the bejesus out of you. Of course, that's their intention mm-hmm. because uh, they're in the pockets of the gun manufacturers and the gun sellers. That's what they want to do. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. That thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. People. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Those Cheetos are pretty damn good. You get a good return for your dollar investment. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. You've almost talked me into trying them and had an opportunity the other day and I'm like, no, I should just not eat crap food. Oh, mm. come on. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, come I on. I mean, I do, but... Yeah, none of us should, but... Try, you try and limit yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You try and be reasonable. Reasonable. Uh, as hell of that. Jim is a bag <laughs> As he's to pouring mouth. it into his mouth like a cup. It's the only way to get those last crumbs. crumbs. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. I mean, for a dollar... Good for you, Pop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like getting, potato chips. You're getting you get a bag serving. of potato chips. A little bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Invariable. It's like... What happened to the chips? Mm-hmm. They're all crumbly. Not with these Cheetos. My no. hat's off to the Cheetos people. Uh, that's Frito-Lay, isn't it? Isn't it a Frito product? More like Cheeto-Lay. Oh, I think they're oh. Fritos. Good. What's in your audio? Sorry. Jim, uh, audio that you referenced earlier uh, last night. I enjoy watching the Academy Awards. Watch uh, My wife watch a little bit. Watch more of it with my mom, who was two when they started this uh, affair. Uh-huh. And that was nine. And it was the 90th Academy Awards. But it was earlier in the day where uh, this a video posted by Nicole Kidman herself of her going to get her hair and makeup done the day of the Oscars yesterday, passing a tour bus. And uh, you had this to say here. And this is Nicole Kidman. I've got my hair and makeup done yet. So, <laughs> have a great time. Bye. There you go. She's making those. Uh, What's the with people? the accent? She's from. She's from the south. She's from Wakanda. Mm. 
Wait, she's from Australia, but now lives in South, the South. She lives in Nashville or somewhere, right? Let's call it that. With her also Australian husband, Keith Urban. Yep. Yes, but they live in the country. Blimey. Mm. (laughs) I guess that's English. That's not Australian. Boy, y'all. Anyway, we have po- we have uh, Nicole's video posted at realradio.fm along with the John Oliver uh, video that you mentioned about his take on the NRA. That's also at realradio.fm. Uh, let's see. But it was the Oscars last night, yeah. and it was a lot going on. Now, Jim, did you watch any of it? He said he watched most of it. Really? You? He did. Wow. He watched a lot of it. And he <laughs> well, would tell you that if his mouth wasn't stuffed with Cheetos. So here's the deal. They started earlier. Instead of 8.30, they started at 8. Mm-hmm. So you figure, okay, they'll be out by 11. They have an extra half hour of padded right. time. What I thought. Yeah. and then, But I guess it was scheduled to go. Well, it was scheduled to go to 11. They went 45 minutes over on that. You know, I think they finish 11.45 because then you have a half hour of news and then the Alec Baldwin Mm -hmm. interview show was uh, set to debut after that. Did you watch that? Did you record it? No, I was asleep. Uh Uh-uh. It came on after midnight. So uh, here he is, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, talking about you had, they they tried to give the uh, winners more time to speak. So if they had causes, they weren't getting cut off, which I think is a smarter move because no one likes hearing the... The you know, the music them and get him yeah. run mm-hmm. off. It did happen a couple times. Yeah. But here he is talking about the incentive that they came up with to keep the speeches maybe shorter than normal. This is a really long show. So here's what we're going to do. Not saying you shouldn't give a long speech, but whoever gives the shortest speech tonight will go home with Johnny. Tell them what they'll win. It's a brand new jet ski. The number one choice for watercraft enthusiasts. Retail price, $17,999. Back to you, Jimmy. First of all, I didn't know jet skis cost eighteen grand. I didn't either. But <laughs> it was real neat because Helen Mirren was kind of being the uh, the showcase showdown model, you know, for the uh, for right. the award there. And But I kept watching, you know, it's like, you want, the, short. Yeah. You want the, the quickest uh, speech. You just say, thanks, boom, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep time. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but, you know, I think it was the costume designer for the Phantom Thread uh, he, he who won the award. I think he ended up winning it because, in the end, he wrote in with Helen Mirren on the back, mm-hmm. and it was uh, kind of neat. Sure. So it was a, a cool gimmick. I like when Jimmy Kimmel hosts, he does a good job. Uh, we talked about some of the uh, awards, and uh, as you know, Best Director and Best Picture both went to. Uh, Shape of Water and Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Here he is uh, talking about uh, after winning the Best Picture and advice he got from another nominated director, Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg said, "If you are fun, if you find yourself there, you find yourself in the podium. Uh, remember that you are part of a legacy. That you're part of a of a." world of filmmakers and be proud of it. I'm very, very proud. I want to dedicate this to every young filmmaker, the youth that is showing us how things are done. Really, they are in every country in the world. Oh, yeah, Spielberg can talk to you, but he can't send me a a note to say thank you for your kind thoughts. Yeah. That stupid 1941 movie. Stinker. That movie was a stink bomb. I predict Jim not enjoying any any future Spielberg movie. 
I'm not watching any more Spielberg movies. Oh, now he was a post. Because he did not send you <laughs> a card. That's Spielberg written all over it. Jeez, none of the Spielberg movie. It's a good thing. No, I not think. always. Well, in this case, I thought. It was. I think. Did you see the movie? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. That's first on my list, though. Uh, Meryl Streep, most nominated. I think her success in the past works against her winning. Maybe. Now and in the future. I think because it's expected they look for, uh, I, I don't think they give her the same, they kind of put her in a class by herself and then rate the others. So I think she almost gets dismissed. Maybe. Uh, moving, you know, from the past couple of years and, and moving forward. But uh, Oh, she was good in the post, but you don't yeah. think she was better than McDormand, do you? No, 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 no. I thought Frances McDormand was outstanding in that. And I predicted she would win, Sam Rockwell would win. And also, uh, she makes you know, it look. She makes it look easy. And yeah. I, I don't think she was another one who didn't look terribly like she was enjoying herself there. I, I know that's her mo, you know, but she didn't really have a you know like a beaming smile or any of that. I thought it would it. Now, just I, like Daniel Day Lewis, they looked. What Oscars was Mo? Yeah, I don't know. I think she was watching. She was fine. <laughs> she was great. You know who looked like they were not thoroughly enjoying it was her husband, and especially oh, the Cohen when, brother, whichever one he is, Joel. No, not Francis. Meryl you talking about Francis McDormand? Yes. Oh, we're talking about Meryl Streep. Oh, no, Meryl Streep looked as she thoroughly enjoyed herself. Oh, my God. Francis McDormand is, <laughs> wait, wait. is an you eccentric guys... individual. She does not like to be photographed unless it's in a movie. Oh. She doesn't like uh, public appearances. What, what, I want to, Mo, uh, what frequency is your show on right uh-huh. now? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I'm confused. But uh, anyway, Helen, no, now the other one. Meryl Streep. Thank you. Her husband looked a little not like he wasn't enjoying himself, especially when they were ribbing her, uh, like uh, uh, Jodie Foster, and they were giving it, teasing her about uh, tripping her. Breaking and her kneecap. Breaking her kneecap. Yeah, she come out with Jodie Foster. That oh, was that, Jennifer Lawrence. That was, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Is Jodie Foster tiny or is I, Jennifer Lawrence really tall? I and her looked shoes it were up. This t- yep. I looked it up when I saw I'm like, Oh my God! I had no idea Jennifer Lawrence was that tall. How tall is she? Okay, five oh, three and five nine. There is only a six inch difference. See, I didn't think. As they were giving, but I think her heels, oh, as Mo, Mo mentioned, yeah. I didn't think heels. Jennifer Lawrence was that tall. Well, with heels and, and then you know that puts over, her over six, six feet easily. And Jodie Foster on crutches yeah. had to wear flats. Or my wife. What? <laughs> She's six feet tall with. She's taller than me when she puts heels on. But not six feet. I like it. Six feet? <laughs> Naomi might be six feet too, also, right? She's oh, also. no, no. Well, with, with heels. heels. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I meant with heels. Yeah, when she goes to work, you know, she has Depends to, you know. heels. She has to bend down to kiss me. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, Catherine's taller than me. That's usually. sweet. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-mm. Why would you care? Well, some I men care. I'm sure I they just, think it's I a I don't care because some men care. I don't care. Oh. Doesn't bother me. Mm. As well mentioned, they brought out Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. I, I thought they handled it. Last year's controversy, uh, the wrong envelope, they handled it well. You know, uh, Kimmel made a couple shots at it, but also bringing out Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, who were, you know, completely innocent in in this fiasco, yet they're the face of that big screw-up because they were the ones on stage. So uh, they brought him back the 51st anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde being released, and uh, here was their announcement last night. It's so nice seeing you again. Right. As they say, presenting is lovelier the second time around. <laughs> now, 
Here are the nominees for Best Picture. And it went to Shape of Water. Jim, did you see Shape of Water? I did not. I want to see it. Okay. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's a little offbeat, though. It's a little odd. I mean, after it network, is. it just kind of, you know. What happened to her career, you mean? Or what happened yeah. to her? Yeah, I mean, she was a star. She was a bonafide. She was a big deal in Hollywood for a long time. Mm -hmm. Academy Award winner, the whole thing. All right. Well, Jim, that was the Oscars last night and uh, down in the ratings. But still, when they get over 30 million people watching any event or 30 million households, I don't know what they're calculating there. But that's still a sizable chunk of the American public and world viewing audience. Yeah, what else are you going to watch? Walking Dead. Sunday, oh, night, Sunday night, 60 too. Minutes. Did they air a new show against... Uh... I, think, I think there might have been one repeat, but it was about prison reform. Mm-hmm. Little Snoresville. That was Sunday Night Entertainment. On Saturday night, I found myself at Orlando City Soccer Stadium yeah. for the season uh, you know, uh, opening game. Me too. I waved at you, but you United. didn't respond. Did you see me? <laughs> really? No. Okay, I didn't see you. <laughs> I know what side you sit on, so I was looking at your side. You were. Yeah, judging the attendance. It was a sold-out crowd. Um, there were some empty seats on your side, though. Supporter section. That's A lot of people mill around on that side, Mo. That's the sweet side, so they could go in the suites and they can come out and sit. Oh, I yeah. see, yeah. yeah. So they have that option. I was surprised. that I, I thought I saw some empties. And yeah. listen here, fellas. Don't leave early, because you missed it all. We had gobs of people pouring out of our section at, you know, when it looked like it was going to... 83rd do, minute? Yeah, you know, they were done. Like, they were... Boom. It was... The thing was, I, I don't know, this, about half full. People were leaving. And then it was like, in your face, don't leave early. This opening day late heroics is such a thing that oh, we made shirts a couple right. years ago that says, never leave early. Mm-hmm. Right. You'd think I would have remembered. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, my God, he left early. <gasps> what? You didn't see it? What? Did yeah. you leave early? Jack. Oh, Robert. my God, I'm Jack Bradshaw. Jack Robert Bradshaw. Seriously? So, How, so, when did you leave? Oh, my I was, 83rd minute. No, I was in the broadcast booth, oh and at 83 minutes, I had to go pick up someone. Stop it. I seriously did. Oh, my God. My daughter was calling me for a ride, and I'm like, I'll come get you. And she wasn't that far away, but I knew if I waited... It was going to take me a lot longer to get over because it was downtown Orlando. Yeah. They're, they're down one nil. They got ten men. You know, they're down a man. Seven more minutes. Out. What are the odds? So I make my way out. No. Get to my car. I'm driving. I am right next to the stadium. I roll down my window and I could hear, hear the PA announcement. Score! Oh <laughs> my god! Right. The people who were there. I'm like, no, you gotta say, honey, you can, you can, you can the hang phone. on there for seven a few minutes. minutes. You gotta wait seven minutes, well, honey bun. Um, so I, I listened to it on the radio and with the call, and it, and it was great, and it was a lot of fun. I recorded one moment because I really feel, and during that first half, not their best half. They mm. were still kind of working Feeling things out. out. This yeah. chemistry, it's, mm. you know, a new group of guys. But I, I had this feeling like I don't want every game to be us blaming the refs. But I go, Oof. this guy this I, I actually looked around. I go, are we charging the field here? Is, is this, what happened with the cops? What is this that? possibly a thing that we would charge the field? Yeah. And this is them. I was over the tunnel when they were coming out right. at halftime off the field. And so as the, the refs are coming, you know, at halftime, you know, into the tunnel where they get as close as they can to the fans. Here's a little audio of the refs coming by. 
that there's fans getting real loud. Well, MLS has terrible officiating. Yeah, these they are not. Uh, they are not. They are not at a level that they should be at. I got a question. And I think MLS has a major problem with this. Was last night's ref the same ref that threw Kaká out, gave him a red card and threw him out? I want. I'm going to do some investigating. You do that. That guy was sucky last year, I don't think so. and he I continues don't, maybe, to be sucky know. this year. Yeah. And. This video thing now. I don't like this at all. Yeah, you know, the they video make it really takes away from the game. They make a square with their hands, like, oh, video review. You e- know something? E- if I was at home, and, and there were even a fan, a fan in front of me, he said, you know, if I'm watching on TV at home, I don't mind this. But when you're in the stadium and you're waiting, you get to go to the bathroom. You know, you get yeah. to get a drink or care. a Twizzler. It, it, yeah. it, 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 oh, it destroys yeah. the flow of the game. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you know. I think this is one of the games. The ref makes the call, and you just and you play on this uh, this uh, video review, please. Oof. It. Mm-mm. Do they count that in the extra? The fourth referee gives you X amount of minutes. Yes. At, at, yes. Yeah. They because do. They, that just dragged. It was like well, dragging it out more. It, the added time was five minutes for each half. The, the great know. thing about yeah. soccer is the flow of the game. It just mm-hmm. keeps going on and on and on and on, and then to break and you go. Got it seemed like five or ten minutes before he could make a decision about well, maybe it was only a couple, but it seemed like ten. Terrible. It takes yes. it really. T- I believe it takes away horrendous. from the game. Well, good news for Orlando City what? fans is the fact that with uh, arguably two of the best players out of the game, uh, the team mm-hmm. managed to and play a man down, come back in the second mm-hmm. half and really dominate time of possession and all the the stats worth noting, including their score in added time to earn a point and. Talk about that. that's definitely yeah. one of one of those ties that feels like a victory. It did feel like a win, and you could tell by the team right. with their celebration. Uh, Jason Crisis, his comments. They're on the pitch again this Saturday night. Inchi's coming back into town. Minnesota what? United for Adrian Heath's right. first return to Orlando City as manager of his team. That game is broadcast right here on Real Radio. Naomi Bradshaw.com singing the national. Anthem. The mistake that DC that. United made is they, you know, they were they should have gone for another goal. Yeah, and they went into a defensive mode. Yep, and uh, that's why the possession, why Orlando City had so much possession, but it came back to bite them. Yeah, um, I thought, I thought, yeah, I yeah. thought compared to what I've seen in the past, I, I, I was somewhat impressed. And couple, of, couple of the making. players on Orlando City that was their MLS debut. Yeah. That's right, I those thought, young kids, they're they were rookies. Good. Uh, also. Uh, on the links, Jim, you should be worried oh, no. because age is not a factor in the world of golf. Phil to... Mickelson's day has finally arrived. For his first victory in almost five years, Phil Mickelson. After 97 starts since that last major championship in Nearfield. Phil Mickelson at the age of 47. The WGC Mexico Championship, Jim. You know what that means? Where You're did, not too old. And Tiger, where, I yeah. feel not only... Where did Tiger place in this thing? Tiger didn't play in this. Phil Mickelson uh, Tiger, was not traumatized by a wife changing him, uh, charging with uh, charging golf, after him no. with a oh, nine iron. No. Anytime any golfer, you know, Tiger's on the links and they pull out a nine iron, you know, <laughs> Tiger just starts shivering and shaking and... Tiger has uh, no. Position. Phil has a bigger uh, <laughs> obstacle to overcome. He's a lefty, Jim, as you tell us. Anyway, Tiger is playing in Bay Hill uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, yep. Thursday. We have your tickets to win in closest to the pin for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, there's a police chief. I have video posted at RealRadio.fm. He was smoking pot on video, Stop and his it. wife posted it. 
Because I'm the only chief of police in Lumberton that likes to smoke weed. You don't know no cool <laughs> who the coolest is? Me. That is. <laughs> I didn't understand a word of that. Shane Flint, he's a Mississippi police chief. Was. What? Well, you would think his wife posted the video to get even with him. What was the matter with her? He resigned. They refused his resignation. No. <laughs> he apologized. He is staying on the job. You can see that video. And finally, OJ is back. Fox shot an interview with no. him back in 06. And it was um, OJ. It's the lost confession, they call it. He said, if he did it, he would have had an accomplice. I'm going to tell you a story you've never heard before. It takes place the night of June 12, 1994, and it concerns the murders of my ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her young friend, Ronald Goldman. He talks about this in third person. At one point, slips the first person, but it is bizarre. And But basically, it going through the process of if he did it, how he would have done it, and it's just... Really you get weird. everything you think you know about that night because I know the facts better than anyone. This is one story the whole world got wrong. Anyway, it, oh, it's over 10 years Frank. old, but they plan on airing that March 11th. Not interested. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Oh. Jack's audio file. Let's take a little break. Come back. Got some other things to talk about, including you starring in a porno movie without being filmed. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio. One oh four point one. There must be something in the water, and there must be something about your daughter. She said, "I love you nothing but a monster. My love ain't nothing but a monster with two heads." So right. Uh, called um, deep fake get a load of this now that's not just porn it could be anything politics news whatever the case might be moon another step you know when it comes to artificial intelligence so it says here the scene opened on a room with a red sofa a potted plant and the kind of bland modern art you'd see on a therapist's wall in the room was Michelle Obama or someone who looked exactly like her Wearing a low-cut top with a black bra visible underneath, she writhed lustily for the camera and flashed her unmistakable smile. Then the former First Lady's doppelganger began to strip. The videos, which appeared on the uh, online forum Reddit, was what's known as what's known as a deep fake. The ultra-realistic fake video made with artificial intelligence software. It was created using a program called Fake App which superimposed Mrs. Obama's face onto the body of a porno film actress. The hybrid was uncanny. If you didn't know better, you might have thought it was really her. Really? Fascinating. So now, if you were of like mine, so, so they posed the question. Let me find it here because they find this interesting. I mean, you, you can make your own porno movie now without you actually being filmed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if yep. that... Right, that's I what you wanted to do, and I mm-hmm. imagine some people might want to do that. N- not a lot, but some. So it goes. <clears throat> let's see. Da, 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 da. According to one Reddit user, this is uh, turning into an episode of Black Mirror. Uh, the post raised the 
Ontological. What does that mean? Ontological. O n t o logical. Research. Looking it up. The Post raised the ontological question at the heart of the deep fake debate. Get a load of this. Now try to figure this out. Does a naked image of a person A become a naked image of person D if person B's face is superimposed in a seamless and untraceable way? Oh, God. In a broader sense on the Internet, what is the difference between representation and reality? Ontology is the philosophical study of the nature of being, becoming, existence, or reality. Oh, God. We're getting too deep now. Yeah, but it's coming. Our textures are telling us many porn sites have already blocked it and won't let it uh, the deep fake stuff on. Hmm. How would they know? Computer tech porn sites are very technical, technologically advanced. Oh. Yeah, meaning Any- what? Meaning they are very good at policing this stuff, considering they pull in tons of cash every day. They've got integrity to uphold, you know. Well, yeah, but you can you can find it, right? And if you can find it, yeah. you can upload it. And if you can upload it, and then you use but this program, f- right? How someone. hard can it be? But point being, if someone tries to upload it to so if I so if I wanted to upload a Stormy Daniels porno, but superimpose your face mm. where hers would normally her be, Ooh. <laughs> nice boobies. It's, rel- it's, it's, re- it's relatively easy. Yeah, you could upload it, but they would know it's a fake and take it down. The same thing, and what I'm saying is, it's not just porno. I mean, it could be anything, especially as we enter into this new world of politics. Well, we know, of course, the commander-in-chief, the president doesn't believe this or won't acknowledge it, but all the intelligence agencies do, that the uh, that the Russia uh, meddled with our election process, tried to meddle, tried to interfere. We know that for a fact. They say they're going to be doing it this fall. They're involved already. And uh, so what's to prevent anybody from taking anything and superimposing uh, an opponent's face on there? Oh, well, there he is, you know, uh, you know, by the schoolyard in the raincoat. I mean, how do you how do you determine what's fake, what's real? If it's so real, how do you you know, if if your spouse or your children or somebody sees you and thinks it's so well done and it's such a technological advancement that they're convinced that it's you they do they're so spiffy at, at putting this all together or to blackmail somebody right you get exactly somebody what I'm say thinking. well I'm going to blackmail you and you know you're going to pay me uh, because I've got this video that I'm going to release because what they did is they took let's say in this particular case a sexually explicit film superimposed your face on it who knows the difference mm-hmm. you can't tell the difference that's what this is pointing out you cannot look at that and say oh cgi whatever you want to call it yeah it's not they say it is so good you cannot tell the difference it says i'm going to release this unless you pay me a certain amount of money what yeah that's blackmail material definitely. that is blackmail mm-hmm. well that's not right well i'm paying okay <laughs> what are you paying but then it become it can become so well known that even if it is you, you can claim it's fake. Oh yeah. And, and if they can't disprove it, you say, "Hey, you know." Yeah, but then it becomes it so is. ubiquitous, nobody can tell what's right, what's wrong, what's correct or incorrect. Mm-hmm. So then you can't trust anything. And then society gets restructured from then on. Weird. <laughs> is weird. Ontological, they say. Yeah, very, very <laughs> ontological. Oh. That's what I said. I thought that was a study of bugs and ants. No, that's entomological. Oh. My bad. Close <sighs> enough. 
Thank it's you. all sciency. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pingman went to the Okeechobee Music Festival and uh, with butts. a bunch of people. They took their tents. They learned their lesson from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, somebody broke into the tents and ripped off? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Pilot Mike. you got to have a guard, man. you got to have a guard. We can't afford a guard. A guard. Oh, no. Somebody Wait, volunteers. I'll do an hour. No, then you, you come do an hour. Of course. I said, oh, how no. many? You said there were eight or ten people with you yeah. by the time tents. it was all done. We were all there to party, not stare at tents all day. Anyway, uh, Radio Michael 7, who is featured on this station, had his sure. blankets stolen out of his tent Friday night, so he slept in his car all weekend because it got real frigid over the nighttime hours. Yeah, okay. Um, and then Saturday, Sabrina was missing some cash that she had left in her oh, wallet. Sabrina, in her tent. what are you doing? No, you can't. Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Couple you of boxes, put with... it in your in your pocket, and, you gotta, and the rest you lock up in your trunk, your wallet, whatever. You got to take that with you. But we were like, "What the hell?" And then we were walking around, kind of assessing the damage, so to speak. Yeah. And some people camping next to us were like. Hey, did someone go through your tents too? And we were like, yeah. And they're like, that's crazy. They didn't even take our stuff, but they ran through it. Like they were just looking through people's tents and not taking stuff. You got to have a guard. You rotate. You're absolutely correct. There's, you know, like in Vietnam. There's somebody, 10 of you. Somebody stays on up on watch. Know, so, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You know, you get an hour, then we come back. So you're going to miss the show, but you're only going to miss the show, but you're not going to miss any of your stuff. Right. Yeah. Your or, blankets. Why didn't you set up like a drop cam or something and have video surveillance? You're right. We should have set up a whole perimeter, high walls, everything. How many people do you think were at this whole festival? Uh, you know, a lot. Tens of thousands. Well, how many least. in your group? Uh, we had 10 to 12. You had 10. 10 to 12. Yeah, you rotate. You, rotate. you do an hour. Or is it too hard to get out of the crowd? So one of those? It was a Woodstock. Uh, this didn't happen uh, at Woodstock. Our, Biggest thing that I worry about Woodstock was uh, was the brown acid. Don't take it, man. Um, our camp was actually pretty far away from where the concerts were being held. It was a pretty sizable walk, so... It's not like you can be like, okay, I don't want to see this. Let me run back real quick and then oh, well, come back. Not, yeah, what, what, what's sizable? And that's, you yeah. know, when your generation, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what, like what, from, what, what a quarter it? mile. Here to the oh. coffee pot? What? <laughs> a bunch of hippies. Is at least Lazy half a hippies. mile from our camp to the stage. Yeah, yeah, that hippies. could be a hoof. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 when you're doing a, it all weekend. And you're what, high as a kite. You don't Sorry. know me. Uh, whatever. I don't do that. Drug test. Okay. On shrooms? Acid? What'd you do? Nothing. No tea? No. Nothing at all? An no angel trumpet tea. stuff? No? We had, a, we had some beers. Got this wicked oh, what's wrong with you? No, let's go to the music festival and drink a beer. And actually listen to it's the music? It's fun, yeah. Mm. You know. <laughs> and legal. Mm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Goody, Damn it. Goody two-shoes. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Not to compound any issues that may arise from drinking all day. Hungover and an hour late. Don't forget to set your clocks forward this weekend. Real Radio 104.1. From... Phillips File for this Monday. I don't know what the deal is with Monday movie review. If uh, Doug makes it, he makes it. Maybe something came up. We don't know about it. That's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, Michael, of course, is still uh, has his acting gig in, uh, where is that, Iowa? Dubuque, yes, Dubuque, sir. Dubuque, yeah. There. So uh-huh. there you go. A couple of things happening uh, news-wise, uh, besides the things we talked about since the beginning of the show. Senator uh, Thad Cochran out of Mississippi, Republican, he's announced he's not running. He's going to resign because of health issues, so that opens the door down Mississippi. I don't know whether that could tilt Democratic. Mm. Who knows? And um, 
teachers in Oklahoma, public school teachers in Oklahoma, are hinting that they may be ready to strike. Just like West Virginia? Yeah. Wow. Is uh, there a complaint also about pay? Uh, I Contract think negotiations? Probably it's that? like teachers, ever, public school teachers, for the most part, everywhere in the United States. What's mm-hmm. that? Oklahoma, you say? I think it's mm-hmm. Oklahoma, yeah. I have to start taking uh, notes for this Fritz game. I didn't even know there was a West Virginia strike. Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't know there was an Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, of, it was in the news, but it was kind of, it was, was kind of buried. Mm-hmm. And it's really a pretty big story. Yeah, they're, they're torqued because uh, they weren't getting any pay raises. And then the uh, West Virginia legislature came back and said, well, we'll give you 1%. They said, shove it. Yeah. <laughs> 1%. It's a thankless job for the most part. Yeah, power to the teachers. Exactly. Sure, it would be nice to get some of those teachers' chocolate chip cookies mm. with the little things of coconut in it. Hey, Tasty. I make those. Yeah, sure. Okay, right. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Swear on my face. Swear on your face? That's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Not yeah, really. With deep fake videos now, boom. Oh, I see. Swear on your face. Good point. All right. Congratulations once again to the Orlando City Lions for uh, the match over the weekend. Uh, it was a tie, but could have been a lot worse, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that point. Thank you very much. Oh, Roger. yeah. Big zero to one. That was like a giant leap to one. Are you kidding? Roger Bannister has passed away. Oh. The first uh, man to break the four-minute mile. David Ogden Steers, I think it's Steers. Maybe other people yeah. pronounce it Steyers, but anyway. I don't know. Who played um, Winchester on MASH. Yep. He passed away. 75? Yes. That's Roger what... Bannister was 88. Oof. Jeez, that's, that's, that's awful fast. Think you think you could run a uh, a quarter mile in, in a minute? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, oh, wait, a quarter mile in a minute. Wait, that's I can... a whole mile in four. Well, they're state. running under... Uh-huh. Yeah, they're running 60-second quarter miles. I'm good for... Yeah, I could do that. You Is could it... run a quarter what? mile in 60 no, seconds? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, not yeah. even oh, close. No, 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 no. I did the math the wrong way. I am I can do... If I do the 5K at 3.2 in about 30... Let's say <laughs> 10 minutes a mile for yeah. me, two and a half minutes yeah. for a quarter mile. Mm. And that's back when I was running. I'm I'm not near yeah, there right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it would take me. I think maybe three minutes. Oh, three, yeah. One time around I think the track. It would take me twenty minutes to walk a mile. Fifteen, maybe. If you if you hoof it, you're really brisk though. I'm do not, power I'm, walking. I'm not, I don't want to power walk. I'm just, I'm just saying. Just walking. <sighs> you can power walk if you want. To. Power walking. <laughs> you gotta have good shoes though. Comfy shoes. You do. Yeah. Good arch support. That's important, I hear. We talked about um, the Academy Awards, of course, and uh, deep fake videos, which is you're going to see a lot more attention on this in the uh, in the coming weeks. There's no question about that. Let's see what else were you up to? Jack saw Annihilation, which is that movie? That is the one with Natalie Portman. Oh, uh, is that the one where they're shooting all the guns all the time it again? It is, yeah. I get tired of that. You want to know something strange, though? It was my wife who recommended it, and usually that is a type of movie that is last on her list. She just normally mm. doesn't go for the action stuff or the what could be considered. I wouldn't call it horror as much as suspense. Kind of science fiction suspense? Sci-fi suspense, definitely. I saw the coming attractions. I, I, I don't want to see that. Let me say this about that. 
Mm. That night, I've been posting, I've been tweeting at Yankee Jack my movie reviews. I call them the 280 movie review. 280? Yeah. I get it. 280 characters in a tweet. Oh, I see. My 280 movie review. Yeah, I like it. And normally I wait a couple days. However, that one I posted that night. Because it was so bad? Or so good? I wasn't that thrilled. I only gave it two and a half out of five and kind of, but then, you know, I kept waking up thinking about it. I thought about it the next day. And I think I like it a little better now than I did then. I think it's a solid three out of five now. Three out of five. Jackies. I don't think you can change them. Can you change them? You can't them? change your review ever? Not your stars. No. Uh, once you, sure you can. You commit yeah. to your stars. You uh, put no, it you out there. Commit. You can no. reflect. Yeah, you go back and say, I'm main enough to admit when I'm wrong and I've taken some yeah, you, time to you reflect You can see a movie this. that you thought was absolutely terrific and then years later see it again and say, that was, that, that's yeah. horrid. Stinker. Mm. Yeah. That one where they're all, uh, you know, what's the one where they're all gathered up in that house in New England? Oh, I love that. A big, big chill. chill. Yeah, watch it again. <laughs> well, it's dated, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. <laughs> I'm just saying, watch it again. So, wait, that doesn't that go against your argument, saying what? you thought it was crappy then and you think it's crappy now? No, I liked it when it first came out. Oh, you out. did? Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, I thought it was a very good film. Yeah. But then I saw it again, so, yeah, this is kind of a stinko. With a great soundtrack. Great. About. I think that that's what sold it. But it was, it was like, oh, come mm-hmm. on, yeah. all of you dancing around on the kid. No, but nobody's doing that. Oh, I love that. that. I can't wait to go away with friends so we can all dance in the kitchen. Yeah, okay, well, good, <laughs> good for wine. you. Yes. Exactly, because they're the cool adults. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, I found <laughs> Annihilation. It was, Just saying. after a little reflection, I thought it was better than I originally thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, it's. I saw some justifications for why they did what they did. So what was this band? Wait a minute. Uh, Pinkman went to the Okeechobee Music Festival. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where their, some of their tent mates got ripped off. Saw a band he never heard of called, what is it? What is okay, it? it's Turquoise. Turquoise. Not yes. turquoise. No. Do we have any, uh, do we have any uh, audio from Turquoise? Uh, I can find some for you Because you said quick. it's a really awesome funk band. Yeah, oh, Brooklyn-based. Okay. Ah. Brooklyn-based? Yes. Do you huh. dance? Funkadelic? Oh, I, I danced sure. hard, bro. Oh, boy. No, I mean, really, do you get out there and just shake it around? You do shake it. Yeah, I hope I, you do. It's hard not to, you know. Mm. You don't. You don't appear to... To be the shaky what type are you of saying guy. Again? And you don't appear to be answering seriously right now. No, I danced. Everyone danced. You couldn't not dance. <laughs> I think you could find a way not to dance. One. On penalty of death? What? Are, what are the... <laughs> the whole crowd was grooving, and you're, you're not <laughs> yeah. just going to stand there like a bump on a log. <laughs> yeah, you want to participate. There's only people. You sure. know, some people groove, some people don't groove. You groove. I groove nonstop. Jeez, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, okay. Does anybody have a video of that? Yeah, I'd like to see no. that. Here, play, play the video, Pinky. Okay, now dance. Dance for Jim and Mo. This is Turquoise. No, get up and dance. I don't want to. Oh, he's in power. We're on the radio. It won't make a difference. It will to me. Yeah, Jim, Jim can describe it. It's what he does for a living. Come on. Paints a word okay, picture. Right. No, it, it's better when you're in the moment. You know, I don't yeah. dance outside of <laughs> and any you're high moment. Yeah, he meant really yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, on drugs. Drugs. Okay, I right. was not high on drugs. Whatever. Yeah. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. One, it was the best <laughs> show ever. The other one, it was awful. The longest show ever. Yeah. <laughs> the only difference was me. David Ogden Spear, the Steers of uh, Mash passed away. And what was the total audience for the last episode of MASH? Two-hour episode. Not, wasn't it like 92 mil? No, I think it was over 100. Was it? Whoa. 
Most watched. I, lo- I remember the watching. largest television audience for any season finale of any TV program, mm-hmm. and held the record for a long time. Finally, it was a Super Bowl. I think that passed it. Mm. How did it end? I remember. Do you remember? He wouldn't say goodbye. BJ wouldn't say goodbye. Hawkeye left on the helicopter, and then as he takes off over the mountain, you see he wrote goodbye in rocks out there. Oh, you ruined it for us. Thanks. So that episode, Spoiler alert. No, thank you, because I didn't remember that. <laughs> that episode. The only match. episode I remember is when, uh, what's his name, the first commander of the yeah. unit, when he left. And then oh, they told everybody. That one, oh, that was the tearjerker one. Oh, boy. They didn't tell the cast members about that either. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Yeah, that oh, sucked. They took the, it hard. The Colonel Potter episode? No, 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 no. Well, oh, that he, made me when he came, too. but when when the other guy left, yeah. would, now was, I'm blanking out on his name. McLean, McLean Stevenson, Stevenson, yeah. Who yeah. thought, by the way, he was in line to take over The Tonight Show. He was actually, they actually thought that McLean Stevenson, who was a guest host on The Tonight Show, and did a fairly decent job filling in for Johnny Carson, there was word circulating around that uh, that he would replace Johnny Carson as the host of the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and he told uh, what was it? Who played uh, Hot Lips? Loretta, Loretta Swift. Swift told her. She said, "What do you want? To, you know, we got something going here. What do you? What, what, why do you want to leave this?" And he said, "I I want to be number one instead of number three. Meaning, mm. character. Uh, you know, he wants to be on the top of the heap, the king of the mountain, and left the show. And Johnny Carson decided not to re- uh, not to retire at that time." A little bit of trivia. Points. Thank you. You got it. Uh, Doug is not coming in. They'll both be back. Michael and Douglas will be back on Monday. Right, Next, a week from today. Thanks for the heads up, fellas. Yeah, he said he sent it. He showed me a screenshot that he sent it. Well, I didn't say anything. He didn't send it to me. I don't know who he sent well, it to. Well, who did he send it to? That's what I'm just asking. Yeah, who right, let's track that down. I'm, I'm Somebody asking. got it. Somebody got it. He has. He does not have my number. He doesn't have my number. Fake news, Doug. Mm-hmm. Doug fake. <laughs> Anyway, so we got a regular round of closest to the pinup yes, coming, sir. all right? Oh, all right. yeah, we'll move the game up. On Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right, you've got that right. The game is... Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That is absolutely correct. I'm so excited I can't contain myself. So it's time for that regular round of Closest to the Pin. I'm playing against Dennis. Kevin is the backup. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? Oh, man. It's a pair of tickets to Orlando City Soccer versus Minnesota United this Saturday, March 10th at Orlando City Stadium. All right. That's an excellent prize. I'm Huge. Bigly. Big Tremendous. Yes. Hey, Dennis, ready to play? I live in a state of readiness. Awesome. Oh, you and the shot, Doctor. Oh. Very nice. Well, it's a movie-related category. Uh, thanks to Mark Quinn for the category. Last night was the Oscars, and it wasn't about last night's uh, show. However, one of Jim's favorite movies. It's all about 1941. Interesting facts about Steven Spielberg's 1941. Oh, no. Have you ever seen the movie, Dennis? No, I thought it was a Jackie Roberts movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, try to pull yourself that's, together and come up 42, with some answers. But, but, yeah. yeah, but yeah. this is going to be questions about the movie. So 
The movie is called 1941, directed by Steven Spielberg. You got five questions to answer as quickly as possible. Are you ready to go, sir? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do this. Is right, and we'll reset the clock and begin in three, two, one. The film debuted in 1979. What year did the Steven Spielberg Director's Collection come out with a Blu-ray version of 1941 included? 2003. It had a budget of $35 million. In the millions, how much did it gross worldwide? Two million. Dan Aykroyd is 65. In the millions, what's his net worth? $40 million. The great Christopher Lee played the German U-boat commander, Captain Wolfgang von Kleinschmidt. How old was Mr. Lee when he passed away in 2015? 74. Spielberg's friend, George Lucas, said Steven's direction was great. The idea of the film was terrible. In percentage, out of a possible 100%, what score does Rotten Tomatoes give the film? 56. Time. Wow. Okay. Put I like you how you're so mellow about it. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. that. Laid back. Very calm. Yeah. He's not going to be flustered. Classic Dennis. Going to record Dennis's time. Thanks again to Mark Quinn mm-hmm. for the movie-related category. We have something special planned the rest of the week. Already Ooh. in-house, ready to go. Ooh. Some great prizes this week oh, on yeah. the Phillips file. Another great prize at the end of the program today. And a great prize on the line right now. Jim, welcome back. Uh, thank you. Players <laughs> are hoping to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's Orlando City match. Yeah. Versus Inchy. Minnesota United. Inchy's coming back. All they have to do, or all Dennis has to do, is defeat you in a category all about the movie 1941. One of the best movies of all time. Oh, God. Mark Quinn sent the category, tying it into the Oscars. Steven Spielberg was oh. nominated, never for 1941, however... He did direct that movie, so interesting facts about 1941. You ready to go? I am ready, Freddy. Going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. The film debuted in 1979. What year did the Steven Spielberg director's collection come out with a Blu-ray version of 1941 included? 2003. It had a budget of $35 million. In the millions, how much did it gross worldwide? $120 million. Dan Aykroyd is 65. In the millions... What's his net worth? $35 million. The great Christopher Lee played the German U-boat commander, mm-hmm. Captain Wolfgang von Kleinschmidt. Great. How old was Mr. Lee when he passed away in 2015? 86. Spielberg's friend, George Lucas, said, Steven's direction was great. The idea of the film was terrible. In percentage, out of a possible 100%, what score does Rotten Tomatoes give the film? 47. i all right, Jim, I have your time. However, I am adding five seconds to your time as your handicap. So you will have a new adjusted time. Would you like to adjust it anymore? Oh, you can put one more second on there. I'm so confident. I, this really? is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's not, you know, not the top ten, but certainly in the top 25. Okay, I added an extra second. Any more? No. Okay. Oh, boy. Okie dokie. No. You're playing against Dennis, Jim. Thanks yeah. to Mark Quinn for the category about Steven Spielberg's 19... 19- 41 recently well how recent is i guess the question released on blu-ray yeah. in the steven spielberg director's collection mm-hmm. uh, director's I'm collection surprised you don't own that but i now suppose you won't support any of it we're on the outs yeah oh, steven and you, me you guys oh, have broken up I'm sorry what year did the uh, re-release come out dennis said did they both said 2003 oh no kidding the answer 2014 i'll each get a point mm-hmm. wow 
Okay, the budget for the movie was $35 million. Yes. Worldwide, how much did it make? How Dennis said. It? I think he said $2 million. I think he did. Yeah. And Jim said. one twenty. It might be closer. $120 well, million. Did he definitely say $2 yes, million? Yes, he said, I wrote $2 million. Okay. It might be closer. You ready for it's this? A cult, it's a cult classic. Uh-huh. The answer is $61 million. Get out of here. Do you know what that means? Uh-uh. I think it's dead in the middle of your two guesses. No. What did I say? Two million. He's fifty-nine million off. Jim said one hundred and twenty million. He's fifty-nine million off. Oh my God! What are the chances of that? Get out of here. <laughs> so you're tied two or two. <laughs> what are the chances of that, Pops? Nice. Wow! Wow! Same clown posse. Wow! That is, that is insane. It's two to two. It is two to two, yeah. Not for long. Two oh, two. boy. That's right. You need Watch to give this. me the celebrity net worth for one Mr. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I think it's too high on this. Yeah, I don't know. Dennis said. $40 million. Jim. $35 million. Oh. What is the he answer? $135 million. Oh, $135 million for Dennis Dan Aykroyd. He's got that vodka in the skull thing happening. Dennis yeah, leads three to two. What does that mean? Oh, He's got his own yeah, brain yeah, of yeah, vodka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Hey, if George, job, Dennis. if George Clooney can make a billion hey, hey, dollars hey, off of tequila. Hey, don't mess with George Clooney. Yeah, All right, two more to go. Come on, Jim. Come on. Bring it home. Bring it home, Jim. I mean, booze. Come on. Bring it home. You can do it. Christopher Lee died in 2015 at what age? Dennis said 74. Jim, oh, 86. 93. Jim ties the game. Oh, Dennis. Here and we go, Dennis. Comes down to this. Yes. What was the last question? Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. What was their rating out of 100 yeah. or something? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. The higher the score, the better the film. Yeah. So what did 1941 rate in Rotten Tomatoes out of a possible 100%? Dennis Neither said. Neither one of you thought it was so hot because Dennis said that the number was 56. Mm-hmm. And Jim said it was even worse. He said it was 47, Rotten Tomatoes. That's not my personal opinion yeah, well, of this great film. No, saying. this is what I thought, Rotten Tomatoes. What do they know? Yeah. Well, whoever gets his point wins the game. Oh, right. come on. The answer? E- 33% ah, Jim wins the game. Sorry, Dennis. Sorry, Dennis. Oh, That's the way it goes, Dennis. Oh. You should have known better. This is one of my favorite movies in the top 25. As a matter of fact, it might be number 25. Oh. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will, woman. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin yeah, my pin, prediction, 1941, pin. will soon become a cult classic like uh. Edward Scissorhands and Ed Wood. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, you ever seen Ed Wood? I did. That's a I, terrific film. Yes. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man insisted his fiancée wasn't pregnant just moments before his son was born. <laughs> he claims he thought she had just gained a few pounds over Christmas vacation. Sounds like this guy needs to gain a few brain cells. Next, a former student is being sued for illegally squatting in her former dorm room. This is just like Van Wilder but far less romantic. Finally, a Long Island woman and her father were taken into custody after dumping a bucket of popcorn on a noisy two-year-old's head during an animated movie. A look at us. This kid just needed a couple two tree kernels on the head was all. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. 
Here's the deal. You're uh, shopping for a new home. Perhaps you want to stay in the home you have, but maybe refinance, get a better rate. You can do it with WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They're not the banks. They're better. They're a direct lender, and their mortgages made easy, can close in 30 days in most cases. Brad Siebert and his team work tirelessly for you. They work for me. I used them for a refi before. got great rates, and if you have good credit, they can get you great rates as well. If you have uh, problems, maybe a shaky credit history, they can still work with you. If you are self-employed, they have a special loan program for you. If you're military, they handle VA loans. Check out all their services on their website. It's wearenotthebanks.com. For all your mortgage needs, give Brad and his team a call. Go online to wearenotthebanks.com. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Toyota. From... Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, will join us at 6, as he normally does on Mondays. Yeah, Ed Wood is a uh, cult uh, cult classic, I would think. Tremors, same thing. I, but Ed Wood was not a bad movie. No, it wasn't, but I mean, it's... It was a movie about bad movies. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a cult classic, meaning it was so terrible that mm. it has a following. But it has, I think it has a following. Johnny Depp was great in that. Martin Landau, right? Yep, exactly. It was a Tim Burton movie, wasn't it? I right. believe so, yeah. Points. Good. We'll see what else. Never seen it. Of course, every year that they have the Academy Awards, people always say, oh, you left out what's-his-name or what's-her-name in the memoriam. Oh, Sounds like a lot of people were left Dorothy out. Dorothy Malone, are you kidding me? She's an Oscar winner. And then they, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away, but you know they were showing photographs of some guy in public relations, and like who nerd? What are you, you, and they left out Adam West. You'd think they have someone that checks this ahead of Glenn time. Campbell. How do they, How do you leave out Glenn Campbell? Is he in movies though? He's in True Grit with John Wayne. Oh. Hello. Oh, he was oh, he was nominated for an Oscar for a song that he wrote or performed. Mm-hmm. Della Reese, come on. They got to keep a running board, a whiteboard at Oscar Central. They do. They had Martin Landau on there, I think. Um, yeah. well, what do you want, I an award? Him. Except I saw him, I said, did he die four, four or five years <laughs> ago? I wasn't sure of that either. <laughs> it's like, really? There were a lot of people I didn't know on this one, and now I find yeah, out. Yeah, because they the were people. putting PR people up there, and they were putting, you Well, know, they always do that. Yeah, they do. Not as many, though. Uh, I don't think there was as many people died like the big names. The big song. names. <laughs> what about? Sounds all, let me tr- let me try to form this it? correctly. <laughs> it doesn't seem as bi- many big names died last year. Is it Eve Marie Saint, the actress? Eve, what about? She's still alive. She presented last night. Yeah, right. Yeah, ninety-three years old. Look damn good. Right. And Rita Moreno, fantastic. Eighty-eight in the same dress that she wore to the Oscars when she got an Oscar. Nineteen sixty. Oh, don't even get me started. I'm telling you, something else. With the great, with the great uh, West Side Story, with the great, um, what was his name? 
mention him all the time. Oh. The dancer. 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 Yeah, the one that was in Seven Brides. For Seven oh, Brides. no. He's like, still around. He's still alive, I think. Oh, Russ Tamblin. Russ Tam- the great Russ Tamblin. Points. You're welcome. I will give you points. <laughs> the, the great Russ, Russ Tamblin. Tamblin. Yeah. Still hoofing. Probably at 90 years old. Well, you know, it keeps him young because Dick Van Dyke, also a dancer and a hoofer, and he's also way up there, and he looks like a million dollars. Yeah, good cardio. Was he there last night? I don't know. Didn't see him, although they are coming I out with a new Mary it. Poppins. I didn't see a lot of people who said, oh, my, there's so-and-so, and there's so-and-so. Russ Tamlin is 84. Oh, 84 God, years old, the great Russ Tamlin. Yeah, exactly. Whew. I think he was a jet. No, and a jet all good. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think good it was a nothing. shark. I think it was a jet. He was a jet all the way? Yeah. From his first cigarette. To his last dying day. day. Never seen it. You're welcome. You've never seen West Side Story? No, no. you're missing out. Yeah. Am I missing out? Yeah, nah, it's a great no. musical. It, no. It's all fantastic. I'm not saying it's a bad musical, but if you watch the movie, go, oh, jeez. Natalie Wood, right? <laughs> Natalie Wood? When, oh, they Natalie left her Wood. out of In Memoriam. Bill Paxton? That was many years back already. Bill Paxton out. Bill Paxton, he was first up, I think. Oh. Points, was he? I didn't get. To you know watch. when when I'm with the family and we're watching something and a, a teenage kid like there's a virtuoso or something. I look at my kids on the couch. I said, "Hey, look at that kid. Look at that kid. Why can't you do that?" So I'm watching the Oscars with my mom, and you know we, you uh, know, uh, Rita Moreno comes out, and then Eve Marie Saint comes out at ninety three. I look, hey, look what they're doing at ninety something. What are you doing? Why can't you do that? You said that to your mom? Ma. <laughs> hey, Ma. Why can't you be in a ball gown and gloves? And she looks at me and she's like, there's plenty of 50-year-olds there. I don't see you there. <laughs> oh, she put it right back at you. I like that. I'm going to have to kick her out. Ah, uh, stop it. She'll get you with the licking stick. You better yeah, not get it. Dorothy mind. Malone. I don't know do what she won an Oscar for. <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy Malone. Dorothy Malone. Mother of Sam Malone. Thank you. Man. Yes. Oh. Cheers. Points. Started watching that Grace and Frankie on Netflix, uh, and that's uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Yeah, and uh, Martin Sheen. Jane Fonda had some work done. I just I want to say it right here. She's beautiful. <laughs> you could tell in the neck. Her neck looked great compared to the fantastic, woman. Yeah. superb. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's in great shape. Mm-hmm. That's a telltale sign on women. What's that? Their neck. I don't care. Just saying. What's the show about? It's about uh, uh, Grace and Frankie are uh, they're, uh, they're 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 never the best of friends, right? But their right. husbands uh, work together. They're lawyers, mm-hmm. and their husbands announce that uh, they're leaving them. They're leaving Grace, and they're leaving, and the others leaving Frankie, and they're getting married, and they <laughs> they've been in love they've with one another for time. twenty years, yeah, and uh, and they're and they're. They're leaving and getting married, so uh, mayhem ensues. I mean, it's not a fall down, slap your knee. It's just, it's just kind of cute and nice and this and that, and whatever. It's got some uh, kind of teary moments, and then it's got, some, you know, some moments of uh, of laughter and this and that, a little mishy mash, mishy mash. And then it's, I guess, from what I can gather thus far, Grace and Frankie. Yeah, you know, they're in the same. They have, they're in the same house, and they're just trying to sort everything out. Now that their uh, their husbands have 
going off and gotten married <laughs> oh, Jim, or, uh, or uh, getting married. You got and a, then there are kids involved, too. A listener with their panties stuck in their butt. Oh, sure. What else? Oh, what now? The fact that you've proclaimed how much you like 1941, so they think it's unfair that you had a category. I didn't pick about the category. 19- I know you well, did don't, don't pick, you know, you know, go after Brad. Well, it wasn't Brad, it was Mark, but Take if that, you want Mark. to go after Brad, I'm sure Mark would appreciate well, that. Well, whatever, and I didn't, I almost lost. And the fact is, you like the movie. You know nothing about the box office or anything behind the scenes. I don't care about that, I care about art. I know you do. <laughs> but the fact that... I care they, about creativity. Oh, they don't want about, you to have I, categories of things you like. I care about art, I care about vision. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, sure you do. Mm. So what else do you like? Film, so, film, film. Okay, no more film categories. Film to you me, like film. film to me is, film to me is a photo that moves. It, it is sort of a moving picture, yes, indeed. <laughs> it's uh-huh. a single photo, and it's not a single photo, but it is a photo. Series of photos. And it's yeah. a multiple of uh-huh. photos right. that move. That's deep. And that often move you. We're getting into some ontonology right now. I'm telling you. It's motion pictures that move you, create empathy, make you a better person. It's the the essence of art and expression. Thank you. No, thank 1941, you. if you really want to delve into it mm-hmm. and take it apart piece by piece oh, to boy, look at its I. impact no, on no, society. Don't, don't encourage them. Mm. What are you doing? The great John Candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the tank. It doesn't get any better than that. Tell you what. How do you get in the tank? That's what I want to know. They built the tank around him, Jack. (laughs) I don't think any of this That's the magic of Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Master of Because he said, I want John Candy. I want John Candy in that scene in the tank. And they said, we can't get him through the the hole, the turret. Uh They said, we will build the tank around John Candy with a camera inside. Thank you. That sounds reasonable. Money is no object. That's just good production right there. Thank you. Said, I don't care what it costs. Do it. (laughs) 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 All right, let's see what else. What else was Pinkman up to? Music festival. That's all he did. He went to this music festival. Well, that was all weekend. Took up my whole weekend. You all go down together? You drive separately? What do you do? Do you carpool? What happens? Uh, it was. I was thinking about this earlier, and you, know, you and I don't know how many people in the car. Do you chatter? You know, do you? Um, rough I dro- house. What do you do? I drove down. I drove, so I wasn't doing any rough housing because that'd be unsafe on the turnpike. Right. But I drove down with my the lady future, friend, the future yes, Mrs. Pinkman. You can right. call her a fiance now. I don't like that word. It's legit. It's too. Well, French. she is your fiance. Yeah, it's too French he for me. It's too continental. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you going to um, say, future old lady? Oh, yeah. that's wrong. How about too. betrothed? Well, that's good. Ew. What ew? That sounds like a medical disorder. I don't know if you're ready for this. You it better, you better like get it. some things in gear here, son. Yeah. I just don't like the words. Is all. Well, you're a bear. <laughs> I don't Does like marriage the words, bother you? What does the word yeah. marriage bother about, you? Because you're about to get married. Word, how does the phrase "my wife" roll off your tongue? No, that one's much better. <laughs> my future wife. That's better. I like that better than saying "fiance." Well, you don't have to say it that way. With a it just comes out that ball. way, though. Anyway, so, so you drive down there we with drove her. Drove down with her, and Sabrina was in my car, and Sabrina brought her ukulele and played for at least half the drive. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. 
didn't have to find anything to listen to on the way down. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was us three in a car. And oh, yeah, then, that's nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you and then, for uh, 45 minutes. C Lane, one of our other friends, and Pilot Mike, also known as Radio Michael 7, drove down in their car. I'll bet he's a chatterbox. Which Pilot, one? Pilot Mike. Yeah. He is if you get him going. He's <laughs> got a lot of passions, that yeah, guy. Yeah, but if you want to get back at him, you steal his blankets on 40 degree nights. <laughs> Yeah, I'm forced him to sleep in the car. Oh, that's miserable. <laughs> and he hung up a towel, like he closed the towel in the door yeah. so the sun wouldn't come in and hit that's him. That's a good idea. Smart. That's not bad. Yeah. That guy, that guy knows what he's doing. I, I mean, is that car we could, you know? I mean, do you sleep in the back or would just no? There's nothing worse than sitting than sleeping sitting up. Mm-hmm. He's got a Jeep SUV, so I I think he was able to lay Hold his seat down, down pretty yeah. far. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably was more comfortable than some of our tents. It did get really cold. I only had three blankets. You have an air mattress? Yes. All right, there you go. Here's the thing about those. I don't like them that much. You don't like an air mattress? The air always leaks out halfway through the night, and then you're stuck in this weird air mattress taco when you wake up. (laughs) And then you try to get up, and you're like, it's impossible. Well, have you tried tried getting a new air mattress? Not all of them It clearly leaks. Yeah, or... why did you find the leak? Patch it. It's, it's a hard problem to diagnose. <laughs> it's easy to find a leak. You would but, think. And I soapy mean, water. I think it's just so subtle of a leak of that I'll never find it. Soapy water. Yeah, but put the whole bed in a water? Where are you going to find water that would work for that? I don't know. I'm just saying. You get a pail of soapy water. Now put it in the pool. I don't have a pool. Oh, all right. I don't you... live in rich okay, people well, houses like you. Oh, we, so anyway, so you lived in, a, you lived in a... How do you bathe? No uh, you don't bathe for about three days straight. Oh, you're stinky. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Should have seen all the dirt that came out of my nose. Ew. Hey, you take baby wipes or anything with you? Yeah, yeah, you kind of... What's a bathroom situation? Spit bath, what do you do? Spit bath. Uh, bathroom situation is all porta potties. Oh, God. I have like I, a, a pool or a pond that you can jump in, a lake that a everybody crick. jumps in like they did at Woodstock. Is there they, a crick? They do, naked. They do have a stage naked. that's got a crick next to it uh-huh. that you oh, can yeah. jump in. I'll bet that's, I bet that's, that's healthy. Yep. And they People have a wa- wizard in there and you're washing your hair in it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Well, they have water refill stations, and yeah. I'm like, that's a good idea. And then I thought once about filling up a bottle there until I saw this guy walk over Put his head under the nozzle and just start washing his hair at the water bottle refill station. I was like, nope, nope. I'll, I'd sooner dehydrate than use that. Did you say anything to him? Hey, I mean, dude, this is dude, for water dude, bottles, not doing? for your hair, what are you dude. Doing? Dude, nope. what are you doing? It's not for some, shampoo. Some of these hippies cannot be contained, sir. Uh-huh. All right, good enough. Okay. Let me take a little break. Stephen Kramer, attorney at laws, coming in, no telling out. What kind of weeds we'll get into with Steve, and you know how that works. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spring forward this weekend, or in case you've never heard that phrase before. No, wait, stop. Stop. What's the problem? Liner police. That was an improper setup. Was it that bad? Nobody has not heard that phrase before. So what now? Tell people to fix their clocks and shut up. Okay. Hack. Bring your clocks ahead one hour. It's Monday on the Phillips File, meaning that Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, stops by. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Hello, counselor. Hello, Jim. Watched the Academy Awards? I did. What'd you think? How many of those movies have you seen? Not many. Not many. 
Any? Not many. Let's just... Okay. But many, any. But you but, know something about them. Yeah, I know something about them. And I, you know, I've watched enough movies. I don't get as out to the theater as much as I used to. But I know the, the players. And I've got some personal favorites in there. You know, and I think that some people got their due that were very deserving. And I was glad to see that. Guillermo, I'm glad, I'm glad he got the honors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done really good stuff for a long time. Gary Oldman's getting some flack right now. He's getting heat. He's getting heat, what, for because of uh, allegations domestic abuse, of domestic allegations. abuse? Now, yep. is that recent or has that always been floating around? 2004 allegations from his ex-wife that he hit her in the face with a telephone. and um, That's just not right. Well, I mean, if it's true, that's very troubling. Um, but he's he's getting some flack right now. And that's been kind of the trend this year is any person that gets an award – you know, there is kind of a flurry of discussion afterwards. Background that happened to James check. Franco. Yeah. Background check. Yeah. I mean, James Franco, what, he won the Golden Globe and wasn't even in, he wasn't even in the room. He probably wasn't even in the city for this. Right. Ryan Seacrest. Another one. They yeah. ignored him. Yeah. The, I beat the, I think all five best actresses avoided him like the plague. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's, I think Mary J. Blige said he's fighting for his life. Because of the, because of the, right. it, I guess it's a single accusation at this point. Million dollars around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you think? I about listened 40 to million dollars. No, about the show. I thought the show was. I like Jimmy Kimmel. I just like him. He's laid back. I think he's funny. He's just, you know, he, he doesn't look like he's trying very hard. But it it works for me. I I like the bits. I'm not crazy about the musical. Whatever. It's like okay, I know the songs. You don't have to get up there on stage and perform them. I understand that's part of the deal, of course, if you're getting ready to hand out the award for that best song or whatever. But And it's too long. It's just much too oh, long. It's way too well, long. I'd rather see the songs than it's always all long. of the awards. I mean, because... Yeah, I'm... Go ahead. Well, they I... could trim a couple of the awards and do them during the daytime show. Director, actor, best uh, motion picture, maybe... Actress... Uh, Maybe I don't know supporting Set actor. Decoration. I mean, a couple of those things. Yeah, agree. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like the way they uh, they you know designed that thing the, almost whatever. went till midnight. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And the viewership keeps going down. And it's like you know, if they want to preserve you know the integrity of the ceremony and the what the, what the ceremony does is it exposes these films and this art to a bigger audience than would ever even consider these movies. And if you want to protect that. And if you want to, you know, promote the, you know, these films that are more artistic and less commercially viable, then you need this ceremony to get traction and, and get the ratings. And to do that, you got to shorten. I think there's a younger generation that essentially we don't give a crap about this. It's all it's a, it's a joke anyway. It's a marketing campaign for them in in large part to. Uh, and I don't know whether I'm a big fan of of awards for artistic merit. I, well, we then what do you, you what do you award? Well, I mean, I don't know whether you even have awards. You're handing out an award for what you're the best actor of. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we've all seen movies where actors, we don't even know their names, have done a terrific job. They just do a terrific job. They're not recognized. They're not nominated. They're not anything. Part of this is the marketing of The stars. popularity contest part of it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and there's I, a lot I of that. I think that goes into it. I think there may be some people that come on, really, seriously. Well, and of course, you go back I to like the Oscars. I like the glitz and the glamour, and I like to see the actors and the actresses, and just the, you know, it's just the, it's like Super Bowl in a way. It's just something that you that you do. Yeah, I agree. But do I really care whether Meryl Streep wins a, an Academy Award or not? not? Not really. 21 nominations. That's nuts. 
So but, I, I mean, and then, of course, there are all the... She it, was drop-dead gorgeous. Beautiful. She looks great. I was watching The Deer Hunter the other week, and she, you know, she's one so of her pretty. first films. Yeah, she is. In French an Lieutenant's unusual wife. way. So pretty there. Kramer versus Kramer. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. That's when I was a kid, everybody said, oh, Kramer, like Kramer versus Kramer. I'm like seven years old. Oh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So. See, Jim, that's his name. It's Kramer. Oh, like that guy Same from spelling. Seinfeld. But uh, there's all those examples historically <laughs> of like movies that didn't get the award, you know, sure. that should have got like Goodfellas sure. didn't get the award. I think Driving Miss Daisy did that year or something like that. Yeah, and I don't think this year. I mean, this you know, the crop of good films this year, but I don't think something so outstanding that it will stand the test of time where it's gonna or where it's gonna be. You know, twenty years from now, you're gonna look back. Yeah, it's not gonna be in the. T- I don't think it, say, any oh, of these films of will be in the Ooh. top twenty five or top fifty of movies that. I don't know that any in the last five or six years have really done that. I mean, there was the, what was the silent film about the, the dog? artist? Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I forgot all about that. Yeah, everybody did. And I don't know that it's going to be on any, on any, you know, AFI top 100 list. You know, if you fast forward 20 years or 50 years, I think it'll be forgotten. Not that it's a bad movie or anything, right? but it's just. Hey, let me ask you a question, counselor. I mentioned this at the beginning of the program. You delve into this maybe a little bit more than the rest of us. Sure. And it's called. Hold on, let me get the proper Uh-oh. term for it. I don't know the newspaper. About it. Well, because I I want to get the proper. It's deep fake. And it's uh, the use of artificial intelligence. Okay. Where they now have programs. Uh, where, uh, you know, just a year ago or so, two years ago, if you wanted to do this, you needed a big studio and very fancy uh, production equipment and computers and all this and that and whatever. But now it's, for the most part, readily available to, it's relatively inexpensive, where you mm-hmm. can, if I wanted to put you in, mm-hmm. a, uh, in a pornographic movie, mm-hmm. all I need to do is upload the pornographic movie, and I have the technical ability through this particular program now available to, if you want to call it the common uh, common citizen, to take that pornographic movie and superimpose your face on any of the actors, mm-hmm. and no one would be able to tell the difference. Definitely some privacy issues there. You know, this is nothing, that notion isn't anything new. It's just that the technology is making it easier and easier. You know, there, there have been fakes and, and manipulations in Photoshop for years. But the, the bigger issue that comes from that is, of course, the concerns about privacy. And, uh, and then second, secondly, is the idea that facts and truth are becoming more malleable Does and, a naked, and less absolute. Yeah, think about this. Does People, a naked image of person A become a naked image of person B if person B's face is superimposed in a seamless and untraceable way. I mean, it's to the point you can't, Yeah. you, you, you just. So is photographic or be, video. Oh my proof- God, Stephen Kramer. We have a porno film with Stephen Kramer in it. So then in that scenario, is, is it possible that you can trust what's on video now or audio or anything now that it's, it's, so easily manipulated. Well, the question would be, can you trust anything? I don't know that you can. And how do you determine what's real, what's fake? But I think that's what we're seeing. With a little bit of work, you can take a look at some of the things, some of the bots or whatever, and and say, there's something wrong with that because uh, American English doesn't work that way, and it's the grammar in some of yeah, these man. messages. You go, that's not that's not right. But these things, you can't. There's 
there's no way of telling anything. A lot of people other than, think, oh my God, Stephen Kramer, uh, I've got a, a porno film uh, that I've developed, and I'm going to release it to the public unless you give me a thousand dollars. Well, month. and of course, we all know what makes page one on the announcement makes page ten in the retraction. So the damage is done once it's out there. Uh, so, you know, that's a, yet another issue it presents. Not, but, I bring up porno because that's the obvious whatever, but it could be used for anything. A political ad. Yep. I am a political opponent. Well, my opponent, I've uh, in my hand, I have a film. And by the way, watch this. Or political and gorilla uh, advertising. And my political opponent is, uh, is fornicating with a cow on a farm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... And this is what can be done, and you cannot tell the difference. And the damage How do you is worse. Yourself about against that. It's worse in the, in social media and on the web than on TV, even because you get this, you know, the, almost this whisper campaign out there by putting by putting this information into the ether. But you know, a lot of people, and especially people in IT, believe that AI is going to be the most pressing issue for humanity in the next hundred years. I don't necessarily doubt that. It's going to change our economies. It's going to change the nature of life and the life extension. It's going to, you know, present existential issues potentially. Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this the other day because I saw another story about uh, self about uh, about robot cars. You know, the cars you driverless cars, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine once this becomes fairly popular and ubiquitous, and that's not far away at all. No, it's not very far away at all. And the don't you think that? Quite possibly, insurance rates could skyrocket for people who continue to decide to drive their own car. If you're in a driverless car and you're on the road with other driverless cars, from what they say, mm-hmm. the possibility of getting into an accident will be, for the most part, nil. Mm-hmm. Because, right. but if you are hit by someone driving a car, I would think that insurance companies would say, if you choose to drive a car, we're going to ch- charge you. An exorbitant amount of money for insurance. Well, hypothetically, the overall cost for insurance should go down, one, and two, it should even decrease for those that choose to drive or don't have automatic driving cars. And the reason would be because if you're the only, for instance, if you're the only guy, if you're the last guy on the road that's driving a vehicle, uh, you know, themselves, um, then everybody else has an automated car, which means the roads are much safer than they would be if you had a bunch of other drivers that were, you know, that were driving physically. So the but risk you, of but, accident for you and for everybody else is diminished. Yeah, but I'm talking about you driving a car and you're alive. You caused the accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, you driving a car, you don't have any kind of automated system that keeps you That's right. completely safe. I'm in a driverless car with other driverless cars. Moe's in a driverless car, right. Jack. Whatever, but you're behind the wheel of a car, and for whatever reason, B flies in the window, and you lose control, mm-hmm. and you smash into a, a driverless car. I would just think that the insurance companies, number one, they would they might say, well, we have less people driving cars. Well, theoretically, and- everybody's rates should go down. Uh, because the roads would overall be safer than they are today. But B, your rates, you know, they would give a break to everybody that has auto driving, so you would pay more. So, I yes, you, you would have that penalty effectively, but it should still be less than your rate today because the roads are going to be safer. I, know, I see it the other way. I think once Unless this, they use it as a once, punitive once, measure. Once a majority of Americans use driverless cars and you continue to choose to drive, I think your insurance rates will skyrocket. They could do that punitively, potentially, depending on how the states regulate that, because, you know, you do have insurance 
generally managed and regulated by the state to some degree. There's somebody mm-hmm. behind the wheel of a car driving it is going to cause an accident than somebody in a driverless car. That's the argument. Did That's you see, uh, during the Oscars last night, several commercials uh, for the new Cadillac. Yeah, Cadillac owned that broadcast. Yeah. And that car's self-driving features. Yes. I think Volvo, is it, maybe not Volvo, Volvo's going all electric, I think. Yeah. They've decided we're but, getting away from the internal combustion so engine. The Super Cruise on this new version yeah. of the Cadillac, hands-free driving on the highway. Wow. And they, then they show the guy, like, drinking a Heineken. No, he's drinking a Perrier or something. But it's like, sure, do you really Perrier. need your hands free? Yeah, why? Okay, so what are you doing when you're driving with your hands then? You're, what about what, equipment what's the failure? Point? You're reading a book. Well, it's like a plane. I mean, it's like uh, a jetliner. I mean, you, you're there in case something happens where you need to can take control of the car yeah. and put your hands on the wheel. I mean, jet yeah. pilots, once they're up in the air, you know, they're, you know, they're just sitting back. They're there in case something That's catastrophic right. happens that they have to take control of. But with these driverless cars, essentially, from what they're at least saying, you know, well, the more and more that these cars and trucks and vehicles are on the road, the chances of accidents are less and less and less and less. Which is a good thing. But what you will see is there will be a shift. One, the roads will become safer. But, you know, whereas today you have a lot of auto accidents that are, you know, against the driver that's at fault for the for the bodily injury. Yeah. In the future, you will see more products liability claims for right. equipment that fails or computer failure or whatever. Stephen Kramer is our guest. More with Stephen when we return. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Oh yeah. Documentary ought to maybe uh, see Clapton and Twelve Bars. I think it's on Netflix. If you're interested, Mr. Kramer. Yeah. Attorney Law. Maybe not. <laughs> I did my last homework assignment. Uh-oh. Oh, what was that? What was the last one? I did American Vandal. Did you? Yeah. How many episodes? How many were on? No, how many episodes did you see? Well, I tell you, I you uh, like it. I had a great Instant. nap. I fell, I fell asleep. asleep. I did fall asleep. I like I I watched about twenty minutes and then I was out. So there were probably four or five episodes on. Anyway, you slept through most of it. Sometimes it happens that way. You slept through four or five episodes. Yeah, I did. It knocked me out. It knocked me out. And my wife too. She was out cold. I knocked both you of out. us. What are you doing? Watched American Vandal. Well, the two of you have sex or something before you watch the hey, first hey, episode. You're just so unbelievable. Unbelievable. Objection. <laughs> no, I just put it on. It wasn't even late. You didn't like it. I didn't dislike Apparently, it. It just put me to sleep. You've got to try. It. You're going to like this. I'm telling you. I know you well enough after all these yeah. years. You would like this. I'll give it another shot. Yeah. It's a I, mystery. You know what I want to see? You couldn't even stay awake through one episode. No, I made it through... No, not 20 minutes. Mm, no, you didn't. Maybe an episode. I don't know. I don't remember. I was out. <laughs> yeah, you got to try again. Just erase everything. Even, you know, yeah. just start again. Like Take you, a cup of coffee and then start like again. Like you never even or saw a minute of it. 
Just Ta- start, whoops, start again. Did I throw that on you? Sorry. Oh, boy. You were mad. I lost control of it. No, <laughs> no, no, man. no, no take okay. that, Kramer. He's flailing yeah. his arm around every which Stop one. disagreeing with that's me. very disappointing. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, no. when you turn on the TV or the stream or whatever, do you know what you're going to watch or do you look for it or does it find you? Good question. Uh, either or. Sometimes all of it. I don't know. I have this thing sometimes, called... I mean, sometimes I have things recorded because I want to watch it. Certainly the Sunday news programs, yeah. soccer matches, things like that. But then there's all the other times. But other than that, there's nothing that I can think, oh, geez, it's uh, Wednesday evening and I need to... No, I don't So I, I have don't this thing that. that I have. It's called the Woo Palace. So it's from the show. It's like a reference to the show Happy Endings from a while ago. And basically it's this idea that it's my favorite thing is you're flipping channels and right or or whatever, turning on your streaming, and right in front of you is the perfect movie or the perfect show, and it just kind of lands in your lap, and it's a beautiful thing. I had that this weekend. It's a perfect show because you've seen it before. I don't know, no, or because just, it's the, I'm going to check this out, and you watch it, and go, "This is terrific." It's just the right thing. It's like it's like well, when you're example. debating restaurants, and you find the right one. And it's like. Oh, life's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, give me an example. I had it this weekend, and you can't mock me on it. Oh, yeah, certainly I can. Well, you will probably. Okay, wait, I might wait, choose wait. not to. Okay. G.I. Jane. I didn't pit it. I, I didn't go to my DVD collection to find it. it I didn't you. search for it. It was on TV. It was like 10 minutes in. I put it in. Great movie. I've never seen G.I. Jane. It's good. It's good. Ridley Scott directed it. the whole thing. I did. Demi Moore, crew cut, pull yeah. ups. Yeah. She's badass, too. That was right after striptease. Better than striptease? Yes. Hands down. Absolutely. Well, striptease wasn't a great movie. It was not yeah, a great not, movie. You're not setting a high moments. standard there. <laughs> it, was, it was a much better book. Yeah. Because it's Carl Hyacin book. Yeah. But uh, but there's some moments with... Uh, with it, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Oh, yeah? It causes you're you a to fan. get... Like, striptease? Yeah. yeah. You're a fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I, I, I plead guilty. Yeah. Well, this was when like she's on that coffee table. Yeah. With Burt Reynolds. What's his name? Burt Reynolds. Yep. There it is. He plays the senator. Is that the one where Burt Reynolds covers himself in Vaseline? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was funny. Yeah. See, Steve, how'd you it's, miss that? It's got its moments. It's it's yeah. But she's just it's, well, it's it's so wrong. It's right. GI Jane's pretty good. It goes through. She does SEAL training, so yeah. it's pretty good. It's Ridley Scott. He doesn't really do bad movies usually. I mean, they're not awful. I mean, he did Alien. Did he do Gladiator. Usual Suspects? No, I don't Who think so. Who did Usual Suspects? Have you seen that yet, Pinkman? Yes. Okay. There's another movie he hasn't seen. Right. Sexy Beast. Hasn't seen Sexy Beast. Usual <laughs> Suspects was Brian Singer. Oh, yeah. Who can forget? If know, only right? we could get him a DVD of Sexy Beast for him to watch. Yeah. I know. I did pull one legal thing. that. Tell me. It's, it's kind Is that of, a euphemism? <laughs> legal oh. legal so um it's kind of in discussion right now it's something that there's a lot of chatter on especially in the academic world and legal world or whatever and basically it's this i i saw it and i thought about you all right because i know there's certain things that you know you you really get exercised into. about yeah exactly What's this well this one is about the excessive fines clause so there's been kind of these articles going around and how to determine excess fees. So that's, it's something in the Bill of Rights. It's, it's, you know, rooted kind of in the Eighth Amendment, but it goes back to the Magna Carta. Um, so this is a very old idea. And Mo, do you have your copy? I don't. Really, this hasn't, it hasn't been talked about a lot lately. And w- the question is, should, when you're trying to determine if a fine is excessive, 
should the defendant's wealth come into consideration? Should mm. their ability to pay be considered in determining whether an excessive whether the excessive fines clause applies? Right. And so there's a lot of talk right now. And there's a lot of argument that it should. That that basically that especially for like a trivial offense that a a, a person should be fined only in proportion to the degree of the offense, and then in and with consideration to their ability to pay, because if they can't pay, yeah, I get it. it's excessive. Yeah, okay. So it kind of ties back to that bail and bond thing that you get into. Explain to the audience. Sure. As best you can. Because the president of the United States last week, he's meeting, he's talking about gun control, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he, <clears throat> he makes mention, well, let's, uh, let's just seize the guns. And then due process later, Ooh. something to that effect. Yeah, that's exactly. And of course, the NRA saying. went crazy. Civil libertarians went nuts as well. I'm sorry, the entire GOP's pri- brains melted. Probably the only time that the American Civil Liberties Union and the NRA might see, uh, you know, might see eye to eye on this. And it was like, and you and you go, you just shake your head and say, you, you don't understand. No. So explain to the audience essentially what's wrong with. Hi, we'll just take let's just the take the guns and then and then and then go to court. Well, you're going back to the roots of of the American Republic. You're getting back to Edmund Burke. You're getting back to John Locke and the idea of life, liberty, and property. You know, of course, adapted in into the Declaration of Independence. You know, pursuit of happiness. But the idea is, you can't deprive people of life, liberty, or property without the due process of law. So you can't take away their property without without giving them the opportunity to have due process. Right. And that's why so why brains melted. Do we have civil forfeiture as we've seen with police agencies around the country including some in uh, in right in here. Florida yeah. where they will seize cash from a car and mm-hmm. say it's your obligation your responsibility to prove that it's not drug related. Well, and this kind of fits all of these are kind of related. That's a rip as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, these are all related. The idea, you know, that you have if you have a bond that's too high that it is unfair. If you've got, you know, takings of property like that, if you got forfeiture without due process, it's unfair and that's uh, many people that are civil libertarians or believe in in due process or the constitution don't like to see that. And what you have is people that never even get charged with a crime that have their property confiscated. Not that they're not convicted. They don't even get charged. Right. They have their property confiscated. They're never charged, and they never get the property back. So it could be $1,000 or a million dollars. I mean, I can understand. You know, you open the trunk of a car after a traffic stop, and there's $300,000 in cash, and I go, hmm. But still, in the grand scheme of things... What are they? What, what can people you tra- are allowed what, to travel with cash? Exactly. In their tr- in their Whether trunk it's three million dollars or three thousand yeah. dollars, and the, and the idea that law enforcement can confiscate that money and talk about it later, essentially well, without due process, right. and say you want it, come get it. And by the way, if you if you come get it, you're not going to get it all back. That never yeah. happens. No. You never get it all back. Well, and what happens is people have recourse, but but many people don't pursue it because the process is onerous. So there's this thing called. Takings and right now the this is another thing that's kind of up for debate right now. So the idea is, you know, you've got a right to not have your property taken from you, right? And if it is taken from you, you're supposed to be able to, you know, take take Who that action take up back. with the with the court. Yeah. Well, right now to do that in federal court, you've got to go through state court, exhaust your rights in state court, lose in state court, and then go to federal court. So basically, the way the courts interpret it, you don't you can't even get there for federal court. You've been watching the uh, jury selection process and the uh, and the trial of the wife who was married to the Pulse 
shooter. Some, yeah, I have been. Yeah. What do you think so far? I mean, I've been paying attention to this because I've had to do some uh, I mean, know, news off- commentary. You're an on officer it. of the court as well. I mean, there's certain things that you probably can't get involved. I think it's going to, I, I will uh, make a bet it's either a mistrial or found not guilty. They're going to be really? hard to see I the do. jury. They can't even see the jury. Everybody is getting quizzed about their feelings about gay people, their feelings about Muslims and, and, and the religion of Islam and all of that. And they're, they're interviewing 18, 20 people. They may get one. Well, you know, there there had been a number of trials that have been very high publicity. You know, the, the, of course, the massacre is very well known, especially especially in our community. Sure. But, you know, the question is, how well is she known uh, relating to the tragedy? And that, that gives some insulation for potentially seating a jury. Uh-huh. And then aside from that, um, you know, they are taking those steps. And that speaks well to the process. They are trying to make sure that they can put a jury that's impartial and and impanel that jury. So you know, I think if we if we can do it in cases, I think like George Zimmerman or Casey Anthony, are there high profile cases? If we can do it there, we should be able to do it here. Is it I a hope. different process in federal court as opposed to circuit court, the state courts? There are different rules for federal court and state court, but what you'll see is that um, the the ultimate mechanism is is the same, and the, and the goal is to make sure that you can seat people that don't bring in biases, that come in impartially, that can check their personal feelings of the judgment at the door, or that don't come in with judgments that bias the state or the or the defendant. Why have the federal courts, after all these years and years and years and years, uh, not allowed cameras in the courtroom? I guess it's up to the individual states to determine, or is it up to the individual circuit courts, the state courts, to determine whether cameras are allowed? But on the federal level, cameras are not allowed, correct? Well, in, in, this, in the state court, most of our decisions in Florida, of course, are governed by the, the rules and the um, rules of judicial procedure and the set by the Florida Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, you know, these, these, depending on the state, you know, they have some latitude, and some courts do allow cameras. Uh, and we've seen that in the past. But I think the idea is to remove the court from the passions of the people. Can it I, goes back to, you know, kind of rooting foundational interests in the in our development of our republic. Can a circuit court judge in the state of Florida rule that no cameras will be allowed in the courtroom? Do you know? I mean, we've seen it where there have been cameras banned. And, the, the of course, the concern is that it's going to... Um, especially in preliminary hearings, that it's going to impact the trial. So you'll see in order to essentially muzzle everybody because of the, the, the discussion in, in the news or in the media or in, the, in, in public generally. And what they want to do is make sure that they don't taint that jury pool, is that they don't have a case tried in the public before you know, the, the individuals have their day in court. How long do you think this trial will take once, once the jury is seated? You know, I, I don't know how long they noticed for. What you will generally see is when a trial is noticed, you have pre-trial conferences. And what does that mean, noticed? So when a case is going to go to trial, it's set for trial. Okay. And then before that happens, there are pre-trial conferences. And in those, you you know, you know the attorneys and the judge kind of discuss the format, how things are going to work, what issues need to be addressed before trial, what's going to go through trial. They deal with, you know, what type of evidence there is going to be excluded from the outset. And then, of course, they discuss how long trial is going to take. So I don't so know. So it's the, up to the prosecution to essentially, Your Honor, we believe it will take us, you know, two weeks to weeks, present whatever, our yeah. case. No, I, I think mean, the defense doesn't do that. Is it? No, to, I think everybody discusses that they have to because the defense 
um, has witnesses that they're going to put on the stand. Okay. And they and everybody has an estimate of how much time it's going right, to take. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the process and how you determine how much time it's going to be. And in a trial like this, you don't want to shortchange it. You right. want to take as much time as you need mm-hmm. because there's going to be all kinds of motions and arguments, bad evidence. There's going to be sidebars, yeah. which are arguments outside of the outside of the jury. You know, relating to what matters coming to evidence. I'm not paying that much attention to this term. I'm not sure why. I don't know whether it's some. I don't want to think about polls. I don't want to be reminded of of that tragedy. But maybe I mean, it's just because they're in jury selection. Maybe once testimony is underway, I mean, there's shared trauma. Yeah, and I, mean, I cannot imagine they find an a pool of people who have a never heard of it or have a side on it. You know, I would find it very difficult whether they moved it out of town or whatever, found jurors from elsewhere. Well, yeah, even if you heard it, too. I mean, so, but, but uh, Mr. Phillips or uh, yes. Ms. Mo, can you know, knowing what you know about the uh, about the case it itself, can you set a, can mm. set those those uh, observations aside mm-hmm. and, as a citizen, uh, listen to the evidence and determine uh, a verdict of guilty or not guilty based on the evidence that's that's provided to you by right. by the state. There's like a, that one. That you know, in, in this particular trial, yeah, thank you. there's a fair amount of evidence. I mean, I've had to comment on this one, you know, kind of as the case has developed right. for the news. Um, and and there's a lot there. Um, and there's been a lot of wrangling about, about whether, you know, what evidence is going to come in, what's not going to come in. But there is a fair amount of evidence. And What is she being charged with, aiding and abetting? Uh, it's aiding and abetting. And I... I, I uh, yeah, that she knew about it. Yes, that his plan essentially or that she and... helped facilitate the act. Right, that she was involved uh, right. intimately in the planning, was aware of what was going to happen. Didn't you know, didn't, do didn't tell him. Well, not only that, but but you know, furthered the activity that she furthered the attack by becoming intimately involved. Her defense is not is probably going to rest more in the idea that whatever she did, she did because she was essentially a battered spouse or in fear for her life. Yeah, manipulated by her husband. Because the evidence of her of her collusion is, you know, the state the or the federal government has a, a fair good amount of evidence there. So that's how she's probably gonna be one of her strategies. Okay, good enough. Thank you, Stephen Craig. Right, thank you guys. All right, try to watch that show, will you please? And stay awake. Just stay time. awake. Just stay awake. Uh, you know, if say it to puts yourself, me to sleep again, we'll know no, I've got a great way no, to no, nap. No, here's what you do is I'm awake and then you watch. You don't be watching the oh, magnets. Maybe away. I watch 1941. Oh God! It's always it's always a good time. 1941. No, you and I agree mm-hmm. on this. Slim Pickens in that submarine. It's awesome. You know, he lampoons himself. It's the a Nazi. I knew it. You're all in goods. He tell you something, Mister Heine Crow. the great. We kick the living out of you over there. There. You can't go Same wrong with Slim Pickens. You just can't. There. Thank you, Stephen Kramer. Thank Phillips you. File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Rhode Island bill would charge residents $20 to unblock porn and offensive content. What sort of unholy government overreach is that? Hashtag protect our porno. Next, a 100-year-old woman says that her secret to a long life is one beer and three potato chips every night. So by that logic... C. Lane should live a really long time. Wrecked. Finally, the Big Cheese Festival in England had to apologize because they ran out of cheese. If we've learned anything from Wallace and Gromit, it's that English people love their cheese. Perhaps a little bit of Wensleydale would have been nice it would. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app.
and transmission. That's right, and you don't have to miss a single moment of the Phillips File or any other show on Real Radio if you download that iHeartRadio app right now. You get to take Real Radio in addition to all your favorite music with you anywhere you go. All you have to do right now is go to the App Store, type in iHeartRadio, and click download, and you're right on your way to having our free iHeartRadio app. Call now for person, place, or thing, 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Patty was dumb, said that I'd be something special. Long on the shelf, please, for a while at least. Uh, you know, come on, yeah. Oh, you'll never hear it again. That's fine with because me. that's been about six months since we heard it. You know, it seems like I heard it yesterday. Oh. All right, let's play some person, place, or thing. Some PPT, Mr. Pingman. What is the prize today? We have a pair of tickets to the Orlando Science Center to experience Mindbender Mansion. Whoa. Give your brain a workout with the mind-blowing brain teasers of Mindbender Mansion only at Orlando Science Center. You can find more info at osc.org. There we go. All right, Mike, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's go with a place. Let's go with a place. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Clue number one, what is this place? This place went from having no major professional sports teams to three in one off season. Wow. One more time. This place went from having no major professional sports teams to three in one off season. Uh, Wow, I have no idea. Let's say uh, Miami. Miami, all right. That's your final answer? I'm sorry, it's not uh, Miami, but he took a shot, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what counts around here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The effort. Yep. Brian, you ready? Brian, over. Yes, sir. Brian, clue number two, its coordinated system of public parks and parkways is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Oh. What is this place I speak of? Uh, Give me the first clue again, I'm sorry. Uh, This place went from having no major professional sports teams to three in one off season. Looking it up. Are you looking it up? Uh, I'm going with Nashville. That's your final answer? Yeah. Oh, sorry, not Nashville. Now they're all looking it up. Here we go, Robert. Clue number three. (laughs) Forbes once rated this city of good neighbors a top ten place to raise a family. Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's your final answer. <laughs> Raising family in Philadelphia. Hey, hey, uh, hey, you hey, got hey, two hey. budgers on that one, right bud. Here. Yeah, no, you no, got no, three no, now. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, great place. <laughs> hey, we're going to teach you how to fight before any sporting event. You got that? Enduring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's really important is the post game fight. Yeah. When the Eagles lose, you better be ready. 
better be ready to fight, fight, fight. Here's Jeremy, ready to play? I am. Jer- Uh-oh, I think he knows, he knows the answer. Yeah, now. you can tell by that oh, voice. Boy. Here we go, Jeremy. Clue number four, might as well get sauced per its city planner. The best nights here are the ones you don't remember. I'm going to say Las Vegas. Las Vegas, all right. That's your final answer? Yep. No, sorry. It's not Las Vegas. One more to go. Here's David. Clue number five, David. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Clue number five. Want to visit? Just wing it and go to the headwaters of the Erie Canal to take in the Nickel City. Buffalo. Buffalo, he says. That's your final answer? Sure. Yeah, baby. There you go, Buffalo. Get it? The Nickel City. Buffalo, hey, good nickel, job. Yeah. Wings. Oh, I get it. Oh, that sounds pretty good, Ari too. Melber just oh, told yeah. this Nunberg guy you're going to jail? This uh, Nunberg is a, a former White House aide. He's been subpoenaed by Robert Mueller and the grand jury, and he says he won't honor the subpoena. He's not going before the grand jury. He says it'll take too much time. I'm not doing it, dude. He said I'm not going to jail, and he's laughing it off like, ha, ha, ha. Is he playing? No. Is he trying to play it up like, I'm crazy, and nobody's going to prosecute me because I'm nuts? Other people say, I'm a lawyer. This dude is nuts, is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to throw your ass in jail is what they're going to do. He's just telling everybody on TV today, I'm not going to jail. Yes, you are. Pretty much. Or they're going to hold you in contempt. That's what happens, right? You're going to jail if you don't answer the subpoena and, like, dude, and agree to appear before the grand jury. You're going to jail. I'm busy. I got a thing. He said I got, like, <laughs> I got, I got things to do. Too much is. time to go through my uh, emails, he said. I sounds like they had to text us some of his conversations. Yeah. It was yeah. rambling. He's all over the place yeah. today. He's called into everybody. Mm. Not here. We should put the call out. Damn Pinkman. It. Dang it. Sorry. Stop working on Conan for a minute and get this guy. I, I just can't. He's become my life's work. Conan? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't care. what You know, Sipina, Shmina. I don't care. I'm not going to. He we, says, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. It's too much work. He says, I can't go through all my emails. It takes too long. God. And they're like, well, then oh, they'll, okay. the oh, judge will give you more okay. time. We'll forget it then. Ass wipe. Come on. You're going how much to... time do you need? Uh, uh, 15 like years? Forever, yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> got I, a lot I, of things going on. I got on. no time for this. Got things that are working. You know what I'm saying, Your I, Honor? Got a lot of things yeah. that are happening. I Keep it on the motion. I want to see that fish movie that won the Oscar. Yeah, that fish movie. Yeah, I looked pretty good. I didn't. Uh, I saw the coming yeah. attraction for that movie. I said, "Can and then I don't weird. know." And then uh, some of the scenes last night. I said, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I was under the impression, and maybe I'm right. I don't know that it was all contained in the in kind of in the fish tank that this this woman who doesn't yeah. can't speak right, and all it is they're down in the bowels of some laboratory, and it's her and the the fish man. Mm-hmm. Is that it? No. Okay. A little more, uh, a little more complicated than that, but it's kind of his uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's own sequel to the Creature from the Black Lagoon. So it's like you know they capture this creature and oh, then oh, what oh, do oh, they oh, do oh, with it? Oh. Wow, spoiler! See, alert. I thought it was created in the lab. Uh, Damn it! Well, you would have hate that when they do that. Well, they showed though a clip, one clip over and over. I can either help him. She's sign language. You know, mm-hmm. she's saying, "I can either help him or I can let him die or something." I don't know what that means, but it did intrigue. You know, what I was impressed with the brother and sister. I think they were brother and sister. Won the award for the Shimatabas. Oh, what? 
for short action film. Oh. Is that it? Or documentary. When she signed. Oh, that sp- one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought he meant the Shib Sibs or whatever they were called. No, that's the Olympics. the Olympics. We're talking about the Oscars, Mo. I know, but when What's he said those difference? twins, those oh, ghost, brother and oh, sister. You know, like, yep. gets, <laughs> things get confusing. Yeah, Meryl Streep on figure skates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Francis McDormand, what? She did a she triple She didn't smile, axle. that's for sure. She didn't look like she was enjoying herself. He's intense. Who? Meryl Streep? No, Frances McDormand. She doesn't smile. She's not oh, a smiler. She's not a smiler. She's probably very uncomfortable in a situation like that. Everything yeah. I've read about it, she just doesn't like that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that laugh. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was odd. Well, leave her alone. I don't know if I could be married to a woman with a laugh like that. Oh, I'll tell my. that to Joel Cohen. Yeah, well, he didn't look very happy either. <laughs> he looked moved. Did he? Sure. He looked bored. She said something very nice about she did. him she and did. the son. She and, did. You know, whatever. Well, whatever. Okay, good show today. Let's get out of here. Oh, boy. Thank you very much. Tuesday edition of the uh, Phillips File tomorrow at 3. Right after Sean East, the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. So, tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk. As often as you can, buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. So what now? Tell people to fix their clocks and shut up. Okay. Hack. Turn your clocks ahead one hour this